0: Hello and welcome, best friends, to another episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, the only kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up said community. I am your host, Kyle Stevenson, a.k.a. Who Ninja 73 And on today's episode, I have an incredible guest who you will get to meet very shortly. And if you already know who this best friend is, uh, congratulations, uh, because you are a better person for knowing this person and by the end of the episode if you didn't know who my guest is uh you will join the ranks of being a better person because my guest is awesome. Uh but before I introduce Christian Puente, aka Pixel Brave, a couple housekeeping uh things to put out. That's right. I'm in the housekeeping game, ladies and gentlemen. Number one, if you are listening to this episode, uh, when I put it out on March 26, 2019, Monday morning, um, I'm going to be at PAX East in Boston this week, uh, Thursday through Saturday. Come hang out. Come say hi. Uh, you can follow what I'm doing, where I am, what I'm playing, um, at who dat Ninja 73 on Twitter Um also, uh, there's a bunch of uh, kind of funny community stuff going on um, that myself and Kelsey, kind of NYC, are are trying to get together. Uh, Thursday night, we're doing karaoke at Limelight Studio and Stage, I believe it's called. Uh, Friday night, there's an RT community party, um, which kind of NYC is a part of, so uh, tickets are available. That's uh, at the kind of nyc twitter account you can find tickets for there they're 20 bucks but all food or food is included uh, they're gonna have a cash bar it's gonna be a great time come hang out meet some rooster teeth awesome community members and you know just hang out with some kind of funny best friends. Uh Saturday night uh, a bunch of us were lucky enough to get tickets for the adult swim like a voyage around Boston. Um so there's going to be a bunch of kind of funny best friends on that. If you didn't get tickets, um I'm sorry, uh but maybe they'll open up more when we get close. Um so I um, uh, if I hear anything, I'll tweet it out. Um Also on Saturday, we're going to hit up a bunch of the best friends. We're going to hit up the What's Good Games meetup uh, from 2 to 4 at, I believe it's King's Dining and Entertainment, which is a short walk from PAX. No badge required. All ages. Come support the What's Good game. Uh, Lovely ladies. And just have a good time. Uh, I'm excited for PAX. PAX is awesome also uh besides Pax me being at Pax and come say hi and all that jazz uh the next two weeks so the 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 following week and then the week after that, there will be no new episode because I am gonna be at Pax and I'll be getting back late and it I won't have enough time and then the following week weekend into The next week is the kind of funny world tour in New York city, which I'm so freaking excited about. Uh, Like I said before, myself and Kelsey and kind of NYC, we planned a lot of stuff to do that weekend. I'm not going to bore you with all those details, especially if you don't live in the area, Uh, but they're on my Twitter, that, at kind of NYC's Twitter. They're on Kelsey's Twitter. They're on so many other best friends who retweeted them. Um, It's going to be a great time and I'm excited for that. But then after that, the day after that meetup is WrestleMania and I'm going to WrestleMania and I'm going to raw the following night and hopefully SmackDown on Tuesday night. If I have the money for the tickets and if there's tickets even available still. Um, So because of that, I I won't have time to put out a podcast for the next two weeks. So I'll be back uh, the second week of April, maybe, maybe third week, I'm not promising uh, a firm date, but just so you know. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's it with the housekeeping. Um, like I said, I have pixel brave on this week's episode. Uh, we talk about what it's like living in Austin and why Austin is- Austin's motto is keep it weird. Uh, We talk about his content lineup coming up. Um, He gives me some awesome things I need to watch and and listen to. And um, just Christian's an awesome person. And I'm so excited to finally sit down with him and get to know him better. And I hope you enjoy this. So now that I'm four minutes and 40 seconds in, without further ado, let's get to know a best friend a bit better.
1: Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of funny is this.
0: One day, right? Hello. Am I saying that last name correctly? Yeah, I'm better than most. Oh, sweet, <laughs> awesome. Uh, other known as Pixel Brave. How you doing, buddy? Hey, doing great. I'm so happy to talk to you, man. Oh, I am too. It's we. I first got to like really kind of know you at PSX a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's when we first actually kind of like really met. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no, KFL three was the first time. But when you had actually the got, colored hair, yeah, like, the, like the, the, the green <laughs> beard, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I didn't actually get to like actually talk to you. Until, like, PSX for a little bit, and mm-hmm. uh, I always wanted to, because you, you you seem like such a lovable person, oh. and <laughs> uh, t- as, a, as a outsider at the time, like, oh, Pixel Brave, he makes those awesome videos, so <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to have you on, I'm excited for other people to, you know, get to know you a bit better. Thanks.
1: Um, where are you located, Christian, I'm, where are I'm, you from? I'm out of Austin, Texas.
0: No, nice, Austin, I'm, but... I'm,
1: I'm pretty nomadic, though, I, I ping-pong back and forth between here and Houston a lot. Okay. Yeah. So basically just in Texas? Central Texas, of area. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, is it true about Austin
1: that Austin, like, keep it weird? It's a weird place? It Mm -hmm. was about five years ago. Okay. (laughs) And then, like, all the tech companies started, like, moving over here. And every year it gets a little less weird. But still, like, the people that, you know, the locals, they they still try to keep that spirit alive. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, and what uh, what is the staple of like weird Austin? Uh, just like festivals. So like weird mm. festival. For example, like one of the big ones we have here, which is just this big old stoner kind of party out in the park. It's just Eeyore's birthday. Eeyore of Winnie the Pooh. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's Eeyore's it's Eeyore's birthday. Everyone go to this giant park and <laughs> all get high and psychedelic and whatnot. And uh, that's like an example. And then like yeah, we have a lot of fe- like so Austin is also it's very. I think it's like very specifically the quote unquote live music capital of the world. Mm-hmm. not the music capital of the world, but apparently it's the live music capital of the world. And so festivals are really big thing here, and you know, everybody like really embraces like going weird with like how you dress and the kind of music mm-hmm. we have and things like that. So I'd say uh keep Austin weird is like in general, like if you have a shop, make sure it's decorated, kind of very unique. yeah, but I think more than anything like um festivals and events are really how we keep things weird how we keep up the culture <laughs> obviously uh rooster
0: teeth is, is in austin
1: yeah yeah um
0: sure. what, what, able... what's it like to have like one of the biggest internet things in your in your city
1: it's kind of um it's kind of embarrassing because i didn't know until kind of funny partnered with them like what <laughs> they even were yeah. Yeah, um yeah. it's exciting now. If you ask me now, it's like, oh, it's so cool. Like I can't believe it's right mm-hmm. not down the road, but it is like within my city. Like I can't believe I'm living in a town with like one of the biggest like production companies that I can think of like in Texas. And it's um, funny
0: you say that cuz there's a lot of best friends that I've I've seen on Facebook and on Twitter have no idea Rooster Teeth was even a thing or existed until kind of funny.
1: Yeah, same. I I had heard Rooster Teeth and yeah. I'd seen, I'd heard of Red versus Blue. Uh, same here. Yep. But I didn't really know what it was. It wasn't something I watched. I didn't grow up on Xbox and like mm-hmm. the main branding for Rooster Teeth back then and even now is, you know, the Red versus Blue, which is like the Master Chief iconography. So I never had any draw to check it out until yeah. Kind of Funny did. And I was like, oh, well, let me see what it's all about then because they're friends with these guys.
0: Yeah. And, and and then you fall down that rabbit hole. Oh yeah, man! It's like it it's was, insane. The, the
1: the thing that grabbed me first was Ruby. Um, mm, Hell oh, yeah! And I didn't even check out Ruby until Andy started working on the game. And, oh and, okay. Ma- yeah. Maximum Cortez, Andy Cortez, out there who yeah. does who don't know and the legend. Yeah, right. He, <laughs> um, I met him at Pack South, and then he mentioned he was an Austin local, but a kind of bit of his friends. So that's how I met him, and he mentioned he would just gotten a job at Rooster Teeth, and then. Um, I went to my first RTX, and he was working on the game. And even then, going to my I find when I went to my first RTX to go check out the kind of funny guys, even then I'd still not seen any Rooster teeth content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I went to Andy's panel when they're talking about the game that they developed for Ruby, and I even mm-hmm. not, like you can get lining for questions and stuff. And my question was, I'm like, hey, so I'm gonna start watching Ruby for the first time you know i know there's several seasons i'm just curious when does this game take place is it between one and two or whatever yeah. whatever mm-hmm. so i'm there at like rtx and still yeah. had never seen any rooster teeth stuff that's uh, crazy but now like i love it and I, i've checked out the movies i've checked I, I, i'm i love the podcasts um mm-hmm. and i'm still checking out more and more stuff and yeah uh, I, i'm getting more and more familiar with their content with their personalities uh their community too i'm starting to uh, go to some of the community events that are going on that's awesome yeah, I really like it. It's it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of fun checking. Them they out. they have
0: a lot of really cool uh, original programming on RT First. Mm. That every once in a while I will sign up for a month to check out. They did one. I don't know if they keep doing it, but there was one where they like make up like this murder plot mm. and it, they have like this ju- jury of rooster teeth personalities and um it's all acting based mm. and they they have to figure out who did it and they have to eliminate somebody and Okay, it's, it's like got- a it's like a 30 40 minute uh type show but it was it's excellent i love that type of stuff and, and see them like joke about it And Mm -hmm. then get really into it and serious to try to figure out and find all the clues and I gotta look that up now. Yeah, it's really. I think it's just called. uh, I think it might just be called murder. Hmm. I'm not not entirely sure. Um.
1: Um, I was gonna say like for like a a pro tip out there for anyone who's like trying to get more familiar with Rooster Teeth first content even is that the the PlayStation Four app Verve has when you sign up for that. I signed up for it because I wanted anime. So they, if, you sub, if you sub to verb, you get Crunchyroll, and at the time Funimation, but now it's Crunchyroll and High Dive. You get so many other channels too, and one of them is just Rooster Teeth. So you get all the content there. So that's how I've been kind of slowly catching up is through that verb app. So yeah. anyone else trying uh, to check it out? The real quick, I had to look up the name of that show because it was going to kill me. It's called Murder Room. Oh, okay, cool, Murder, Murder room, room. Pretty yeah. easy to remember, there.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yet, I still could not remember it. So <laughs> who knows? <laughs> um, so look, I want to ask you about RTX. I've never been to RTX. Mm, are you and obviously, this year? your first, obviously the first time you went was you're super familiar with it, uh, with their content. But uh, what? How is RTX compared to let's say a PAX?
1: Well. They're pretty similar. It's the only like them, the, yeah, as far as the feel. Like, it's a smaller convention compared to, uh, like, well, first, the only PAXs I have context for are South, which I'd gone mm-hmm. to, like, two or three times, and West, who I went to for the first time last year, but I was kind of on assignment, so I didn't really get to, like, really dive into it. Gotcha. So I have, like, kind of minimal, like, uh, experience with South, and I'm mean, with uh, with packs in general. And even the one that I did go to, South, is the smallest one of them all, so. Um, that's kind of the perspective I'm coming to when I say that it's, it's, it reminds me of it, but yeah, Rooster Teeth, it's a, it's a smaller convention, but there's a lot of fans there and it has, when i when I say that it reminds me of PAX is that, um, it seems a lot more, uh, audience driven, like it's really Mm -hmm. embracing, like just fans getting together and, you know, showing their love for, you know, this property for Rooster Teeth, you know, there's lots of cosplayers, lots of people like doing like, Just hanging out in groups and going to the panels and stuff. It's it's pretty cool. I had fun at my first one. Like I said, even without being a fan of Rooster Teeth yet, it was just cool being around people that like because these people like games. They like anime. They like cosplay. They 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 like D and D and things like that. So it's it's cool to just be around that and Yeah. uh, yeah. Uh, hopefully one day I'll,
0: I'll make it I'll make it to an RTX, because it seems like a lot of fun. I'm waiting for you <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm getting like more into their the RT stuff mm-hmm. like I, I think I would have a blast like I watch Achievement Hunter now um, mm-hmm. like religiously because they are a bunch of funny dudes in there uh, gotta support Alfredo right you have to do that um, so in Austin, Texas, uh, mm-hmm. you obviously have to make a living of doing something mm-hmm.
1: uh, so what do you do, Christian? Well, the favorite, my favorite thing that I do is I video freelance. So that's anything video related or editing. So sometimes that's me going out to shoot weddings or quinceaneras, um, the occasional musical performance. And then even more rare is just editing. Somebody will have something and they just need it edited for them. Mm -hmm. The most recent and probably the biggest thing I've ever edited was at the end of last year. It was a documentary for like a nonprofit organization okay so that, was, that was a lot of fun you get to learn through watching this footage like about you know different organizations and stuff yeah um as fun as it is. Does,
0: how long does the edit of that scale <sighs> take? oh my
1: gosh i don't know so that one was only <laughs> supposed to be a month long and it went three months
0: oh boy it went
1: almost into four months it was the biggest thing i've ever edited because it was multiple formats so it was like gopro footage with 4k footage and then 4k footage from a different camera so it uses different kind of codecs and video mm. formats it was um, uh, and then cell phone footage too, uh, just from wow. the uh, different people that were participating and they, they sent <clears> in, <throat> you know, their footage. So yeah. it was a lot of footage from different formats, like I said, and, uh, a lot of notes from the producer. Um, gotcha. so, yeah.
0: And, and what did the end, the end length of that turn out to be like four months of editing, gotcha. Like what was the finished product? Uh,
1: like three, vi- three videos, each of them about five minutes long. So about 15 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah I,
0: I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't expect uh, four months for... for no. For like that, but... Just a lot of hey, no. It's a lot I've, of back and obviously forth. Obviously, Eddie.
1: Yeah. yeah. It was quite the thing.
0: crazy. Uh, so what else do you do other than... Oh, yeah. Uh, that's right. Stuff?
1: So um, for the longest time, I was working in, edu- in education... Uh video has always been the thing I wanted to do but it's been the hardest thing for me to crack as far as full time. So I've always had to have like a secondary income for my freelancing. Yeah. And so like for a lot of years it was in education. So that was tutoring, uh substitute teaching, teacher assistant, hey, things like that. That's me. Um, I'm a substitute teacher. Oh really? I know,
0: I, I I yeah, I know yeah. I know that
1: hardship. Yeah, I mean I I dig it. I dig it. Um I work I like working with kids. I like working in ed- I like working in education. Um And you get out by three or four o'clock. And so that's like a great incentive to obviously get your nights and weekends any other major holidays as well as spring break. So that was a a big incentive because as much as I love the video, like I said, it's hard to crack a full time job. And so Mm -hmm. um, I needed something that I would still have lots of free time to work on video and go on trips and and have just a really flexible schedule. So I was doing that for the longest time until about two years ago when I I started working at a restaurant here called Taco Deli. Okay, and, that's, uh, and, and
0: uh, how's that? How's that change from from teaching kids um, at, at, in a variety of different grades? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, yeah. What, grade, what grades
1: did you do? I did. You could do anything. I don't know if it's different from, from different states, but uh, here in Texas, it was like you can do whatever public school grade you want. I usually oh, stuck okay. to third grade because nice. that was like for me, like that was like the sweet spot. They're yeah, yeah. they're they're old enough to understand you a bit better because i do mm-hmm. like preschool and first grade and sometimes you're like all right we gotta line up and then they're like yeah they're just like looking around they're just like picking their nose and i'm like come on
0: <laughs> <laughs> i know that i was just in kindergarten today so i know that <laughs> so, all too well
1: so third grade they're old enough to kind of they, they're they with the program a bit more but they're not old enough to start giving you sass yet you know what i mean because oh. dude i've as early as like fifth grade or even fourth grade like they start like really testing you and pushing you and stuff. So I found that third grade is probably like the sweet wow. spot for me. Personally. I
0: need to, I need to go to Texas to substitute
1: because <laughs> in first
0: grade, some of these New York kids in Long Island, be oh, a lot dude. of pushback. Like yeah? it's insane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's that? What the change going from substitute teaching and then working at a, at a restaurant, was that something to get used to or something hard to get used
1: to? It was like, it was a mix. So I'd worked in restaurants before, but usually it was in the kitchen I'm very, I'm very much not a people person, like, um, and so if I ever worked retail, which I, I worked plenty of retail, I would always work in the warehouse. And if I ever worked in a, in a restaurant, I always worked in the kitchen because just mm-hmm. I did not want to interact with people. Taco Deli, though, they have a very, very intense kitchen setup. Um, like that has to be, I don't want to say like your career, but that has to be like. It's it's kind of no mercy, um, and so it was kind of not even an option when I wanted to apply, and so I had to be front of house. So it was new in that now I was having to be um, dealing with customers like one on one all the time. So that was pretty different because like it was a lot of one on one time. Whereas classrooms, it's kind of like first off they're all kids, they're all students, and so like yeah. you know um, they're le- they're not likely to give you drama the way a customer would if something goes wrong or if they have you know particular problems with something um so that was another difference uh, the one-on-one time and then just uh oh man i'm starting to lose my train of thought no oh no, well, that's there, right there, there it went um but i will say like um kind of in, in the same neighborhood of just talking about the, the similarities and differences um i picked this particular restaurant though because just like um with the schooling i was able to get out pretty early we uh at taco dilly you only have uh, breakfast and lunch so we're out oh, of, we're yeah. out of there by uh, four o'clock usually oh nice yeah, so that was, like, another incentive was wanted to have lots of daytime hours. That way I could work on, you know, vlogs or videos, editing,
0: things yeah. like that. Yeah, that's, al- that's always a nice thing. Like, I, I-, I do enjoy that substitute teaching, mm-hmm. uh, especially when I don't have my, my other job afterwards to mm-hmm. go to. Like, I- I'm-, I'm done by four. Yeah. I'm home. I can kind of chill for a little bit and try to get some gaming in and... Mm-hmm. It's nice. And I would still this?
1: be doing subbing now, but what happened was... Um, so like I said, I, I'm very nomadic, so I would, I would ping pong all over the place. And mm-hmm. then um, when I was ready to apply to be a sub here in Austin, um, I got disqualified because I was too honest on my application. Oh, so man. so I'm, ve- I'm, I'm, I'm just so literal. I take things yeah. so... Uh, so it said, have you ever been let go from a job? And I said mm-hmm. yes, because... Many, many summers ago, I worked at, like, this factory. Um, yeah. it, was, um, it was, like, a semiconductor factory, so not your tradi- traditional factory. Mm-hmm. Um, you put microchips in, like, a machine, and it does fancy stuff to it or whatever. And um, in the first 90 days, I was late three times, which is not usual for me, but, mm-hmm. you know, policy's policy, and they're like, oh, well, you were late three times in your first 90 days, so we got to let you go. And gotcha. so I was very honest. They're like, have you ever been let like, go from a job? And I was like, Yeah. And, I didn't think it was any big deal. I thought Mm -hmm. that it would, like, take me to the next thing Uh, because I have all this work history on there. I have, like, my education, my college education on there, these other jobs that I've had. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, well, if they're going to – there's just this one that I got let go from. They have all this good job experience on there. I'm sure – Was there
0: a thing, like, where you could say why you were let go?
1: No, but I thought that's Uh. what was going to happen. I thought, like, they'll bring me in because they'll see all these credentials and stuff Mm -hmm. and be like, oh, we'll ask them there in person. Like, hey, so what happened? And I thought I would have the chance there to be like – Oh, yeah, like, and, and just to, to go a bit more into why I was late these three times in a row, like, um, my phone broke, and that was my main alarm. And I had extra alarms with me, it's just that my, I'm so used to hearing that cell phone sound. Absolutely. So, so even yeah. I had these extra alarms, they weren't waking me up. And it was over a weekend, and, uh, like, the Sunday was closed, so it was hard for me to get a phone, like, replaced right away. Mm-hmm. Um, not a good excuse. If you're late, you're late. I totally get it that they yeah. let me go. But, like, it's kind of like, oh, if only i had been able to replace it sooner or something like that like you never know maybe i would whatever i'm getting i'm getting uh off tangent but um no, basically, it's fine. but basically i thought that i would have a chance to defend myself kind of or give a reason and they'd be like oh okay well just don't let it happen here or something like that but no they uh i got rejected and i straight up called the place because like i said i was surprised i thought i was a shoo yeah. and you know i called them and they're like oh well it looks like you put on your thing that you had been um let go before yeah. and yeah like we have a zero tolerance and I was like ugh uh, and even
0: that's so that's so odd especially because it was in like a, a a a work job that wasn't even like in the same field yeah like yeah it was... it was
1: completely unrelated and yeah. and um like they still have all the records for that so I can't like just. Deleted off my resume or anything like yeah. that. Like like they have it all on there and it's all tied to your social security number. So I, it's not like I could like, oh, I'll do a new application with like a new email address or something like that. Cause yeah. it still says, you know, that security number is used. So, wow. So I was locked out of the Austin school district. So I did all these neighboring ones, neighboring mm-hmm. school districts, but those, um, and they had great schools and everything. It's just that I couldn't deal with the, um, you only got paid once a month, like the 15th and Ooh, I was boy. like, yeah, I was like,
0: that's really hard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Especially
0: because need... subbing is like, I don't know how it is for you, but for me, it's very sporadic. It is, yeah. And, and yeah. so it's very touch and go. And, and mm-hmm. if that's like your main source of income, you need to at least have some sort of consistency where it's like bi-weekly. Yeah, or something like in, that. In the, in the rare case, you get paid every week, which I don't know any school that does that.
1: I, I think I've heard of some, but yeah, I was like, man, like once a month, like... Oh, that's like so. That's why I had to, I had yeah. to jump out. And yeah, I don't my, blame you. And um, my brother he was, he was having a good time at Taco Deli, and I'm like, hey, well, um, I'm gonna apply for a new school district when the summer is over, but I need a summer job for now because no no schools are in session, and so mm-hmm. yeah, I started at the restaurant and ended up liking it so much that I just stayed there for like the last two years, almost two years, yeah. Uh, and you were you were saying before uh,
0: we started that you. Uh... You left that place.
1: Yeah, that's a recent turn of events. Yeah. Uh, it's been about two weeks now since my last day there. And um, it was a combination of a few reasons. Um, one was that I'm just getting older. So it's like, even though we're getting out at four o'clock, the workload, excuse me, from like sh- shutting down the place and being on my feet for so many hours. Oh, yeah. Because um, we, um, man, it's like a combination of several things. So. We are one of the most popular restaurants in Austin, I believe, and with our line is almost always out the door. So, there's not like So, I was usually on the box, like, you know, I'm the person that greets you and takes your order and all that stuff, and so I would just always have a line in front of me for like almost like 8 to 9 hours or whatever like that. Jeez, yeah. And um and then at the end of the day, of course, after being on your feet for so long, you are closing down like major cleanup for closing down the shop. Mm-hmm. and on top of that we get pretty short breaks i don't want to paint this place in a bad light at all i love it yeah no it's uh, death mm-hmm. um but i will say one of my complaints is the break time most places you get like a 30 minute break or two yeah. or something like that here for a full eight hour shift you get a five minute breakfast and then a 15 minute lunch oh jeez yeah, that's,
0: a, that's not a lot of a lot of time for as long no, as you're there. Not
1: at all. Um, yeah. So um, it's it's very little time to kind of like catch your breath and rest. And so, um, being on my feet all day and the customers yeah, out the sure. door, I like I'm just getting too old. Like I would get home and just I would try to like edit something and like I would only get I, I just didn't have the same energy for it anymore. Yeah. And so I was like, I need to back off and do something that um, uh, I I just need to pivot, you know, to something yeah. that's a bit less, uh, intensive or whatever. Um, uh, that's like one of the reasons why I left. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I, I, I don't blame you. I've been there and I, and quite honestly, and I've said this to, to other people, like I'm, I'm getting there when it comes to teaching it, mm-hmm. it's, I've been subbing for uh, almost a decade now mm-hmm. and it's, I, I haven't had my own classroom yet or leave replacement, so none of that. And I'm just I'm just kind of tired. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very I'm just very tired of not knowing <laughs> mm-hmm. and not having a, a consistent thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, I'm sure it sounds great, like oh I didn't sub for a couple of days, mm-hmm. but every oh, time yeah. I wake up, like yeah. oh I'm not making money. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. my bills I'm gonna be stressing over bills and what what happens if my car breaks? Like how am I? Gonna... it's just it's a lot. So it, mm-hmm. it, I'm, I completely understand where you're coming from coming from where you're. You're just, t- you're tired and, yeah. and you need to pivot. Yeah, and like,
1: sure. it had this kind of domino effect where I would be so tired that I wouldn't get some of my video work done as quickly as I wanted. And so then the next day while I'm at work, like, all my mind is almost always just on the work that I'm not doing. Like, yeah. like oh dang, I, I fell asleep, you know, or whatever, so I couldn't finish that. So I got to do that tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. If I can just power through or something like that. And that, like... I felt was really negatively affecting the restaurant because like I said, I more times than not, I was the one dealing with the most customers yeah. and I was like, man, like this place deserves better. Like, and they, they like, you know, I just, you know, it deserves better. So I kind of yeah. like was like for the benefit of me, but also benefit for the store. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's all love here, but I, I need to just need a pivot, you know? Absolutely. Um, and, and,
0: and so, um, in your free time, when you weren't working your butt off, like <laughs> you do, um, what do you do to kind of relax? Like, what what are you into, Christian?
1: Um, a lot of video watching, so YouTube. Yeah, uh, like right sure. now, right, uh, I just like watching uh, tutorials and video essays on production and sweet. Uh, just I, I just like using it as like a learning tool, like passive in the background. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of anime. That's the main thing I consume more than anything. I, I think since I'm like in the kind of funny friendship group and everything like maybe people might but think that I probably play a lot of games but I don't really mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to fix that now but yeah more than anything just like um, going to the movies and uh, yeah just dinner with the family. Uh, that's awesome. By, and by family—not that I have like a wife and kids or nothing—but uh, like yeah. uh, um, a lot of my uh, extended family lives here in town. So cousins oh, nice. and stuff. So, and we're all the same age, so we all hang out a lot. Oh, that—that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, and while you're on the, uh, I had you
0: on this episode. I wanted to specifically talk to you about anime mm, because cool. I don't watch it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and I think I've maybe seen an episode of an anime in yeah? my entire life, mm-hmm. and so I just it makes me hyped when I hear fans of it talk about it. So I just wanted to like, what is your go to in anime? Like, what what is your favorite kind? I like I like rom
1: coms. Okay, it's a slice of life, just like low stress, just chill. Um there's a lot of anime out there that are surprisingly like really chill and just uh about daily life as a student or this or that and I really like those. That's really nice. Yeah. And every now and then yeah I'll 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 check out uh, like an action one or a thriller or something yeah. uh, suspenseful but more often than that, I want something just kind of bubbly and and you know. Yeah. Oh, what's stress.
0: your favorite kind of
1: rom-com anime? My favorite kind or like my favorite or, or our title? favorite uh series? My favorite series is uh, Toradora. Uh, okay. The long and short of that one is that um, a guy and a girl both have crushes on each other's best friends, and so they help each other. Um, you know, they just help each other in yeah. their in their crushes. Yeah. Sweet. I'm totally into that. That sounds it, really it's, lovely it's, and, and very laid back. It's it's so chill. But it gets a little dramatic sometimes. Sure. Anything yeah. anything will ever. But like. I really relate to the main character a lot because, um, and that's one of the main reasons I, well, that's, that's like one of the reasons I like it because he, he's so well-intentioned and, uh, but because of how he looks on the outside, a lot of people misinterpret him and think he's aggressive or a bully or a delinquent or something like that. Mm. And that was definitely me growing up a lot. I, a lot of authority figures at school and stuff would think that I was up to no good or this or that, Mm. um... And I'm just like I'm just trying to chill, man, and trying yeah, to be with my friends, exactly. and and even now, like it, it happens, and a lot of times my parents would think that if let's say I was getting uh, lectured for something, they'd be like, like stop frowning like that, and I'm like, what, like yo, I'm just listening to you, like exactly, you know? like yeah. I know this is cool. I know this is technically like a fight or whatever like that, but I'm I'm chill, I'm just. I'm whatever your parenting is, I'm listening to it, but apparently I'm putting on like a very angry face or something like that. And so that's one thing I really related to the main character is that he's just trying to be a a nice boy, a good boy and and can't catch a break. Um, But it's also very sweet. There's lots of like really endearing characters. The music's on point and, and the animation in general is like, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's got a lot of polish. It's really nice looking.
0: Nice. I'm going to have to check that one out. What's it called? Tora Dora.
1: Yeah. Which is like a smash up of uh, two words, uh, the anime always is like smashing two words so tora is from uh tiger and Dora is from dragon um, oh okay like yeah which it goes into it in the anime why they say oh, that oh sweet
0: but, yeah no that's that sounds like a perfect get kyle into anime watching oh uh, very low-key not like a bunch of action in your face and blood and no this nah, is not it's this it's, su- awesome.
1: it's super sweet and you can see the ending from a mile away but it's about the journey it's it's a yeah, really sweet. fun ride yeah absolutely
0: yeah um, and you, you mentioned you don't play a lot of games, No, not but, yet. <laughs> but this year, didn't you beat Kingdom Hearts three, like three times? I'm
1: working on my third time. <laughs> uh, what about Kingdom Hearts three just grabbed you? It's, 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 um, it's just really accessible. It's really fun. Um, I've played every title, even the ones like that are spinoffs, like on the DS and two DS, three mm-hmm. DS, all that stuff and PSP. And it just takes the mechanics of it takes the best parts of all those different mechanics because each game tries to you know reiterate or or do come, some kind of evolution of the combat and it just three is just pulls all the best parts and um, it's a, it's a surprisingly short game um, mm-hmm. actually that it's full of a lot of cutscenes but um, the most recent I kind of like did a mini speed run um, okay so the first time I played it it took me about 20 hours then the second time it took me about 10 hours. So it's wow. actually it's actually a pretty small, short game, um, not uh, cutscenes included. Yeah. Um, so that's also it's like I know it's I know it's low demand, so that's why I'm able to just like replay it a bunch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and speaking of Kingdom Hearts, I'm going to ask you the first question. Uh, this comes from Cameron at the oh. cinephile guy on Twitter. He asks, "What is your favorite Kingdom Hearts character?"
1: Uh, probably oh Aqua. Yeah, Aqua. Aqua okay. is uh, one of the main three characters from the Birth by Sleep game. She also starts showing up in the other ones, but that's mm-hmm. when you first meet her in Birth by Sleep. Um, I, and
0: the I I know of her. Mm-hmm. I I played the Kingdom Hearts one and two when they're on PS2, and I bought three and I tried to watch like the lore videos to so try uh, to catch up beforehand because I just I just don't have the time to play all the spinoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. I am planning on listening to the Three Best Friends Limited Edition, which you're also on one of those episodes, correct? Yeah, on one of them. Three I'm Kingdom hoping Hearts. we can
1: do another spoiler cast or something, because I, I want to talk yeah. to those boys again about it. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, but I, I think she's... Isn't she at some point, like, sucked into the, the, the darkness or the nobody's world or
1: something <laughs> like that? And that's, like, where she is? <laughs> that's, I mean, spoilers for anyone who's not played Kingdom Hearts, yeah, but, sure. but that <laughs> is... um. That's that is where things pick up in Kingdom Hearts three. She's, gotcha. Okay. Y- you are the the point. The so the, the quick, I could explain this in a way that anyone can understand. Um, mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts three, uh, the good guys know that they need to face. Uh, oh man, I'm, I totally just like brain dead <laughs> right now. I'm like, oh dude, I can tell this like no one. But basically, Kingdom Hearts three is all about Sora trying to regain his power to defeat the final bad guy. And on top of that, recruiting a team, you know, the perfect Expendables team Mm -hmm. to fight this bad guy. And, you know, one of that missions is going to find Aqua, who, you know, is lost in the world of darkness. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Since you
0: played all of them, Mm -hmm. what is your favorite Disney World? I'm going to throw that one in there. Disney World? Yeah. They, 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 They have a bunch of them in there. Um... It's my favorite from the old, the older
1: games. I just really love Agrabah. I love the that's Aladdin like setting. my least favorite. Really, <laughs> that's because they. That's because it's kind of like where the difficulty curve starts for me mm-hmm. personally in that game. Some people, you know, people have different uh, experiences, but for absolutely me, every, yeah. every time we visit Agrabah in a game, that's where I start like struggling. Uh, I don't know if I just suck at games or whatever, but um, that's why. <laughs> and also, I think I don't really like the each each world has a. a world music and that's my least favorite it's just i don't know i don't know why i don't vibe with it nothing against Agarba or anything like that no
0: no yeah uh, and that's coming from somebody who's played (laughs) it like a long time ago i it could be it could have changed by now
1: man so my favorite part of the games are like the non-disney stuff so that's why i'm kind of like um i'll just say i really like uh i'm gonna come back to that i'm just gonna answer that at the end of the at the end of the show sure i I don't know absolutely
0: Uh, We'll, we'll come back to that okay. um i'll just okay, and, okay, okay and, i'll just
1: say this one i'll just say this one. all right cool. no yeah all right Good. i will go with because I, I don't i don't want make you wait no it's fine um i'll give you time i will say disney world toy story in the new England. that's like a lot the of toy fun. story one yeah 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 um, okay yeah that's and I can change my mind. I can change my mind later, <laughs> but I will say <laughs> that it's a really big world and has a a really fun mech suit mechanic, which gotcha. I'm not usually a fan when a game randomly throws you into like a first person mode or something like that. Yeah. Sometimes games will do that, but this one is actually pretty fun. Um, and, and and I will have to
0: agree with you because I, I I did play up to that point in, in three. Oh okay yeah yeah. It's, it's so so I have gotten to Toy Story World and. Yeah, see, it's being in a Pixar world mm-hmm. is pretty special. Yeah. yeah I yeah. will say that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, Christian, uh, a lot of you might not even know your name is Christian, but the, a lot of you know in the Kind of Funny community know you as Pixel Brave. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's you. And so I want to know, where does the name Pixel Brave come from?
1: What's so, the origin of it? So... Um, like any young filmmaker out there, we spend many a daydreaming hours thinking of my studio name, my creator name, mm-hmm. this or that, my branding, whatever this. And, and, uh, uh, I, 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 I'm a, I'm a, I've always been a fan of the, the pixel heart icon, you know, like any gamer is, you know, I've seen it Absolutely. plenty of times yeah. tattooed on someone's arm, like the little Zelda, uh, pixel heart. And, um, so I wanted it to be pixel heart, um, but, I was obviously not the first person to think of that because, like, as soon as I do a quick Google search, like, it's everywhere. People have it for the name of uh, special effects studios, film studios, gaming studios, game devs, of course. Like, it was just everyone had already been using that name for stuff. And um, that same, in that moment where I Googled and saw, like, it's already everywhere, I was just like, man, I was really stuck on that name. And I'm literally sitting there looking around my room just like, Pixel pixel uh you know like when uh, in the episode of family guy when peter's looking around yeah like what's your name and he's like uh peter <laughs> griffin yeah it's kind of like that and um on my uh on my uh table side i had a copy of the of the game phantom brave okay it, i is, think i heard it's, of that it's, one. it's an rpg by nis they usually do the disgaea series yeah and um uh, mm-hmm. there was this rpg that came out on the Wii called uh phantom brave which to this day i've never played <laughs> um for the longest time which even continues now i will buy games with full intention of playing them and this was like it had beautiful art like it was full like jrpg style and i'm like oh this looks so cool and, and it's from the disgaea guys which I've, I've at least played the disgaea first game and i was like oh, i'm gonna get into that too and uh i think i got like bored in the, in the tutorial level And I think that's why, I think I just wasn't in the right mindset, and I just never went back to it again, but I had the box there, and I was like, I like that, that's, that just, I like the way that sounds, Phantom Brave, and the Brave just sounds so cool, like, I like that it's, uh, it's, uh, in true, like, Japan video game naming conventions, it's weird, because it's, it's not Brave Phantom, they reversed it, they put, like, adjective, or they put noun adjective, you know absolutely and, and, yeah. and i was like that's kind of cool so pixel brave like pixel brave and so it just it i started liking the way it rolled off my tongue so uh that's it was literally just me looking at what's around my room and seeing the <laughs> copy there and being like pixel brave and that's where no, that's, it's as that's simple that's great as that. it's as simple as that
0: well it works so nice job on finding the brave part I'm, of the I'm, game it, yeah. it was destiny that I,
1: I bought that game and didn't play it and just had it on my table that,
0: That's actually Funny you say Like looking around the room To come up with a name That's mm-hmm. how I named My first D&D character mm-hmm. I was sitting there I was like Alright I know I want to be a paladin mm-hmm. But what can I be And I looked up And I saw my uh, My amiibo of oh, okay. uh, little Little Mac Yeah I was like Ooh Mac I like that name Mac And then I looked down To my uh, my Scarlet my, For my microphone The mm-hmm. little Scarlet hub I was like Ooh yeah. Mac Scarlet I can call myself Scars And, Scars. So, and then boom Done D&D character it. name yeah. So, next time you want to try to name a character in a video game or D&D or a Twitter handle, just look around the room. Look around your room. It, it works. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking about uh, your video production and your Pixel Brave stuff, um, recently, I believe it was this year, you announced like your whole content layout for your YouTube channel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to know the inspiration behind that. The inspiration behind it was that I... Realized that none of the stuff on my YouTube channel was what I made my YouTube channel for. Mm-hmm. You know, when I put out, when I created up with the name Pixel Brave, it was supposed to post be like a production name for short films, <coughs> animation, anything narrative really. But I ended up taking off as an event videographer instead. And so a lot of the stuff on my YouTube channel was, you know, of course, like RTX and kind of funny stuff, and prom. And the occasional, yeah, like if I did a short film or something, I'd throw that on there too, but like ninety nine point nine percent of the stuff was non-narrative. So it's kind of like I I still love narrative filmmaking and it's still my dream and my goal, and so this is kind of my, my line in the sand kind of thing of like, mm-hmm. alright, I'm just fresh start, like like I'm just gonna take everything off and just let's let's get back to to business. But obviously I still love doing videography for events and social gatherings. And so that's why I was like, well, I'm going to start from fresh with this too, by having a new channel where I can just put all that kind of vlog type material. And I didn't have that many. I'm really, I'm a really bad YouTuber. I don't, uh, I don't actually do a lot of the things you should like properly putting the tags and the thumbnails and stuff like that. So I, not really curate a lot of followers anyway so i was like i'm not really losing much by doing this kind of brand changing or anything like that Mm -hmm. so um, all right yeah uh what and uh what are some of the things that
0: you are planning to to do on the on the youtube channel
1: so um on the on the new youtube channel which doesn't have a name yet because I'm yeah, under, it's I'm funny, because
0: before I looked up Pixel Brave, and then it was your, it was your old one still. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, and, and then I I, re- I went to your Twitter, and I found the link to it, mm-hmm. and it's just Christian, it's under your name, Christian Puente.
1: Yeah, and that's just the name that appears, it's not like, I don't think you could type youtube.com slash Christian Puente, and I don't no. think it's going to take you there. Um, I think you need like 100
0: subscribers or yeah, something. Yeah, you need yeah.
1: to be 25 days old, I think, 100 subscribers, and, and something else. Um, so I'm yeah. on the I'm on the hunt right now for 100. Absolutely, we'll get to ha- there, Christian. I have the name that I want, but I'm not putting it out there just in case. Um, oh yeah, no, keep that secret. Yeah, just in case. And it's not—it's not very original. It's—it's it's pretty much what you'd guess. <laughs> but okay. uh, just in case someone out there wanted to use it first, um, which I'm yeah. starting—I'm starting to notice more Pixel Braves out there. Yeah. And,
0: yeah, I—I and, I, I saw there's like a VR production, yeah, production company with mm-hmm, Pixel Braves, and it's total
1: coincidence. I'm not saying people are purposely like. Oh yeah, I think I think on Twitch there's like a pixel brave bird, and I'm like, oh, that's weird, but cool. Um, Yeah, (laughs) and so I'm keeping, I'm so I'm keeping a secret. That way, I can just change it later if someone else makes it. Yeah, sure. But um, where was I going with that? So for the new for the the new YouTube channel, that's just gonna be, um, it's gonna be all of the vlog type stuff that I've always usually done, like uh, you know, uh, RTX is coming up, uh, packs and things like that. Um, But it's also gonna be uh the location where i put any vlog type material related to all the new projects that i'm working on so anything non-narrative that's where you'll find it um like i'm sure we'll maybe we'll get into this a bit later but like sure. for example just some of the things that i'm starting is like designing shirts and so if i want to talk about my inspiration then that's where that vlog will go yeah, one thing i'm doing is i'm starting an anime podcast and so if i have any particular thoughts of like oh man, this one episode of anime like really affected me. So I want to do a quick video essay on that. And that's where you'll find it. Um, and, and so on, you know? Yeah.
0: Uh, the one that you're, you're doing that I'm super excited for, because I love this in games.
1: It's the, the photo mode oh, show that you're going to do. Photo mode only. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Frank Bazzani uh, for giving me that name. Uh, he, he's a, he's a best friend that lives literally like two minutes down the road from me. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, we were just hanging out and, uh, and I was like, I have this idea for this show, and I don't know what to call it or anything. And he's like, "When I'm just going to be playing photo mode. And he's like, well, just call it photo mode only. And I'm like, oh, that's genius. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And, uh, and
0: you're, you're basically just like doing photo modes and showing how you, mm, you do it yourself and make it all fancy.
1: Yeah. So I, I've i been noticing that a lot of like fellow best friends out there are starting to stream more. And I want to start checking out their streams, but also to be part of the conversation, I wanted to also connect with them by showing that I was willing to step out of my comfort zone in trying to stream too, because I'm not really one to be in front of the camera or talk or things like that. So I was like, they're putting themselves out there. So I want to show them, I see what you're doing. And this mm-hmm. is my, this is kind of my way of showing them props. Like I want to, I want to do something you're doing too, um, and so yeah i was like that's but, awesome. what can, but i was like but what can i do and actually feel comfortable doing for an extended period of time and photo mode is like what i love i love photo mode obviously since i'm a videographer yeah. i have a passion for like composition and stuff like that and so i was like i know i could definitely have a lot of fun just doing photo mode so that's where the idea came out of and yeah so one of the things on the youtube channel will be like highlight reels of like uh, maybe I'm doing... So, I've only tested it... I only did a stream once so far, and I took about mm-hmm. five photos, And but that still took about an hour, because yeah. uh, wandering around, finding the spot, and then doing all the adjustments. But I took that hour of footage and condensed it to, like, a minute and a half, mm-hmm. and to just a little highlight reel. So, that's going to be, like, what all... That, that's going to be how that lives on on YouTube, and then... But if you follow me on Twitch, then that's where I'll have, like, the longer version where yeah and, it was, and it's uh is it twitch.tv slash pixel Brave? that one i was able to get yeah pixel Sweet. Brave. Yeah, so. nice yeah that's <laughs> awesome
0: because i love i love photo mode i'm not mm-hmm. that great at it i have i think the best one that I, i've done in like best quality of mm-hmm. uh pictures has has to be in horizon
1: oh i'm where, looking forward where? to that
0: yeah i i have a, a couple of really cool shots some black and white ones that i'm really proud of oh yeah
1: um
0: but uh, what is your favorite Or what is the game that you've used photo mode in that really, like, blew you away? Uh,
1: Uncharted 4 was the one that, like, really, like, that was just, they knocked it out of the park with that one. That one is so robust. I really like it a lot. And I'm missing a lot of the features. I'm playing Uncharted 1 right now, and it's kind of a stripped down version of photo mode. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's pretty, it's it's still, you can do, you can get a lot done if you watch my stream or watch my highlights. Like, you can actually do a lot, but still, it's, I think the the one in, in Uncharted 4 is a bit think i I might it might just be in my head but when i revisited it i was like hmm i thought i could do more in four but oh well we'll see Mm -hmm. um so yeah for the first since i'm still new to streaming and twitch and all this stuff which it took me so long just to get that test stream running oh uh, yeah this is a whole new world for me so i'm glad to be building up some new skills um but yeah for the first streams though i'm just gonna be playing i'll be replaying games that way that way i fine-tune all the stuff now before I play the new games. so Yeah, absolutely. So, so last week I did Uncharted 1, and then I think every week I'll do a new Uncharted. So I'll do Uncharted 2, then 3, then revisit 4. And if there's... Gotta get that golden abyss there, Christian. Man, it is... <laughs> you know what? If I can figure it out. If I can figure out how to stream for from my, from my Vita, then maybe I'll do it. Get yourself a, a
0: PlayStation TV. Oh, probably like, I, what, I'm, 20 bucks or something? I'm
1: looking for them. I'm honestly looking for them, because I want to play Persona on my big screen. Oh. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll talk
0: afterwards because I don't use mine. I'll just send oh. mine if you want. Oh, wondering.
1: dude. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'd love it. Yeah. Um, but um, so I'll play like. And Final Fantasy 15 got updated to have one. So that's another example of an older oh, nice. title that I'll, I'll revisit for one week. But once I've gone through all the old stuff, then I'll finally. Hopefully by then, I'll have everything worked out for the stream and, and feel fully confident in starting a new game, like, say, God of War or Horizon, mm-hmm. like you said. Yeah, Spider
0: Man's um, is pretty good, too.
1: Oh, I. So I. So. When I came up with the idea for Photo Mode, I wanted to make a proof of concept, and Spider-Man was the game that I rented uh, mm-hmm. to to shoot to, to get and get some footage. Yeah. And so I I barely made it to like the first five minutes of the game, and I was like, "All right, I like this, and I'm going to put it back in the red box, and yeah. uh, I will pick this up for real when I'm ready to like really dive in." Because I was like, I was like, "This is <clears throat> this is a special kind of Photo Mode yeah. here. I want to buy this game for real." Um, like I said, at the time, I just rented from the Redbox. That way I could have mm-hmm. uh, some footage uh, for the concept video. Yeah. but uh, I'm And, really and they, that. I, yeah. I think
0: they also, excuse me, <clears throat> they also announced uh, Days Gone is going to have a photo as well oh, too. Oh, sweet. Nice. Yeah. So that's that's awesome as well. Um, uh, you talked about uh, you were designing uh, merch. Yes and, and no.
1: And
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but like <laughs> designing like a, a t-shirt design, that's a that's, uh,
1: pretty cool skill set to have. Is it fun doing that? It it's it's an evolving thing. Yeah. <laughs> so when I so so I'm a big fan. Of, so I'm I'm recently I'm recently a big fan of like wearing merch with the designs on it. For the longest time, I was like I'm very much someone that just like with like with uh, restaurants like when I work in the back and things like that. I really do not like to be. I I prefer to be under the radar, and so gotcha. even yeah. my, with my clothes, I always wore just kind of like single color stuff i didn't really wear any logos and things like that Mm -hmm. um but recently in getting to know the best friends and seeing all the crazy cool designs that like andy will put out like i yeah started and the av youth group they that is like more than nine like like so many i don't know i can't do math let's just (laughs) say every day of the week i I don't think i have seven shirts from them but like oh uh I wear so much AV uh, material, and I wanted to You have a steady
0: rotation of
1: them. I have a steady rotation. Thank you for helping me out. It's (laughs) super late. No problem. (laughs) Um, It's not super late. I'm just tired. But um, what was I going to say? And I I just, like, I I just found it so fascinating, the idea of, like, putting my creativity, like, on on my, you know, wearing it. And so it was kind of, like, wanting to step out of my comfort zone again and trying to put myself out there and, like kind of put you know they say you put your heart on your sleeve or this and that like this would be literally me be doing that so yeah. um the initial idea was um yeah like design there, there's it's really cool like that there's so many companies out there where you just um upload your your image and they'll print it out for you and yep. ship it to you and that was the initial idea um so which i haven't really talked about yet so that's why i might be catching you off guard with this and that's why i'm kind of oh, like that's, right. that's why i'm like yes i am but i'm also not um Gotcha. so the initial idea it's in the works yeah. it's in the works so the initial idea was okay you know, every i have so many ideas that i already made a list of different designs that i want to do so every month the first saturday of every month i'll drop you know a link for a new design for a shirt um but what i and what i wanted to do for the first month was have a prototype already so i bought so before posting the link anywhere i just i uploaded it and ordered one for myself and then i was like oh well i'll wear it and do an unboxing and things and that way I can promote it and be like, hey, mm-hmm. guys, look, I'm wearing this shirt, and check it out, and you can you should buy it, too. Absolutely. Um, by yeah. the way, the the funds for all of this, uh, for these shirts, um, is going to be kind of an equipment drive. I'm trying to update my cameras and stuff, and um, I kind of, like, a lot of my work stuff is going just straight to bills. So, you know, yeah. I needed something extra if I wanted to save up for gear. And so right. that was kind of the idea. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I can do, like, several stones with one bird or whatever. Wait, that's totally the wrong way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> I know what you meant. <laughs> I could get this creativity out. I could, you know, have this creative outlet through these shirt designs. And also I could um, kind of help fund my productions with a little bit of, just a little bit of extra income. Even if only one person a month bought it, like that's an extra 20 bucks that I would yeah. save over, over time. But I was really not happy with the weight. I I think I... 'cause most people out there were we' all we're all we all got bills and lives and stuff, yeah. so so I was like for the lowest shipping amount, it took it said it was gonna take two weeks, but it felt like a month, and I was like it's probably gonna feel like a month for everyone else, so like I don't like this, and I'm guessing every other site's gonna be a similar kind of turnaround too and um the second idea that I had was, okay, well, how about this like it'll be kind of like embrace embrace that, embrace the unknown you know results so i was like okay so now maybe every month i'll do a new design through a different site like the mm, first one i did okay. was teespring then maybe next month i do redbubble and the one after that i do something else yeah but at the same time i'm like man that's just that sounds like i gotta sign up for each side and it's like yeah do i really want to make everybody wait a month and so um i was like more than anything this is about me just Wearing these designs, getting this artistic outlet. So yeah, for sure. I'm gonna kind of put this on the back burner, mm-hmm. and what I actually think I'm gonna do is um, try to learn screen printing. Oh wow! And so most people think, oh, well, that's a thing where you like you you've gone to a festival or something, got screen printers there where they like apply like the paint and it uh, press mm-hmm. and a this and that and like there's also the kind where like the sun burns the image on the shirt. And there's so many different ways, and I found. Um, one that I actually really liked that really appealed to me. And that's where you submit your designs to this site. They send you back, um, sheets of the design printed out and ready to heat press. And nice. so I'm like, I think that's the route I'm going to go. And so I haven't like started mentioning it yet because I still got to save up for the heating press itself. Yeah. Cause I do still need like a heat press to press the designs onto the shirt. But, uh, uh with this new way, it's instant. I don't have to wait. You know, I could just yeah. buy like a certain amount of these designs and then just a certain amount of the shirts. And then just like, as they, as needed, I'll, I'll print them out and send them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and since I'm doing it myself, I can come up with a price and it will be a lot cheaper too. Yeah. That's um, a good idea. It's yeah. right.
0: It seems like a very limited,
1: yeah, very yeah. collectible thing, which is yeah, awesome. It's kind of the, the approach is that like, well, I can, I can make it as limited or as unlimited as I want. If I just, it's like 15 cents a sheet. Oh, wow. That's very cheap. Yeah, yeah. And the guy that I watched the YouTube tutorial on, he was like, here's a site to get, like, $4 a shirt or something like that. And I was like, oh, well, like, this is a cool way I can kind of, like, just play around. Like, I can buy... Even if I bought, like, 10 shirts, like, Mm. I could just do, like, 10 different designs, and they're all right there, and I can just experiment, and things can go wrong, and I can... I didn't know when ordering from Teespring what the quality of the print was going to be like. And I'm actually... So I finally have the shirt, by the way. Yeah. And it feels really nice. I like the way it fits. And it's printed pretty well. There's a few little things I have wrong with it. But um, overall, I'm pretty happy. Like, I'm happy to yeah. wear it. But... I'm
0: wearing... Way. I'm wearing a... Because uh, me and Kelsey for Kind of NYC, we just... Uh, oh. We're, we're we're selling some designs of ourselves. So nice. just like you, all the profits are going to go into... Like future community meetups to awesome. so do bigger Dude. and better things. So it. yeah, this this sweatshirt with the hoodie uh, mm-hmm. came from Teespring. It's actually really nice. Yeah, like I like, like it. I, I I've had some Teespring experiences mm-hmm. where uh, shirts are heavy or mm-hmm. they're, they 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 kind of itch. I know the long sleeve for oh, Extra hmm. Life last year. Um, but some people had issues where the the, huh. the, the sleeves are itchy on the long sleeve shirts. Okay, um, so it seems touch and go. It depends on what kind of material, what brand of shirts mm-hmm. they're using but uh yeah teespring's not not too bad that's a, one, that's a
1: good good place to go that one i really liked and if it weren't for like the month-long seemingly wait yeah. time then i would have just still done that one yeah absolutely but, well but that's yeah, awesome it's, it's something i'm still looking forward to doing and yeah I'll, I'll put any vlog kind of material like as i'm maybe setting up or designing something i'll put that on the, the new vlog youtube channel that's awesome
0: um so yeah go go search christian Puente on youtube and find it. You'll see Christian's <laughs> beautiful face. Uh, let's get him to 100 subscribers so he can get that custom URL. Oh, I would love That, that. is much deserved. Um, now Christian's time of the show where my guest needs to give me and the rest of the listeners uh, something to watch, read, listen to, or play that you feel like it, somebody needs to experience.
1: Man, I said I was going to think about this. Like I have my
0: pen and paper here because I was going <laughs> to...
1: What is? All right, so I... it doesn't have to be one of each. It could be one of any of those. Yeah, that's the hardest part. Like the more <laughs> the more options I'm getting, the the the, the, the I get per, I get the decision paralysis is oh, pretty easy. I, yeah. Um, like a lot of times I don't play open world games because that because mm. of that reason. I like to be really directed. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a huge
0: movie fan and I have.
1: Like, over 800 Blu-rays
0: behind me on shelves. So, like, when I'm ready to watch a movie, I will just stand there and stare at the wall and be like, oh, man. If I watch this, then I can't watch that. And then <laughs> I'm just back and forth, back and forth. So, I
1: understand that. It's like a, a blessing and a curse. Absolutely, yeah. But, um, something to... Oh, okay. Listen to... I, I, I'm i gonna pick two. All sure. Alright. Right. Um, I'm surprised... Just like with games... I, I I do not actually listen to a lot of music. I, I'm with you I one. listen to more podcasts than anything. I think I'm subscribed to like 30 podcasts, and wow, that is like. And now that I'm like just driving for a lot of my income, I don't know if I ever mentioned <laughs> that. Now, but now, since leaving Taco Deli, now I do a lot of driving for like DoorDash, uh, Lyft, and uh, now I'm going to start charging Ubers and stuff. Because I, like I said, I need something that's flexible that I can yep. still do a lot of video time. But and now podcasts I've, are perfect for that. Yeah, podcast is perfect for that. And I'm <laughs> listening to a new podcast, man. They literally, it's an it's it's each episode's about an hour, and each episode they recap one world in a Kingdom Hearts game. And they're played through the whole thing. So I'm kind of in my mind replaying through the Kingdom Hearts game again. Like through the whole series (laughs) But That's awesome. um, It's rare that I actually make time for music. And um, I just thought of a third thing that I want to recommend. Actually, you know what? Let's do it. (laughs) Alright. I'm just... I'm taking advantage. (laughs) So... I'm ready um, for it. Last year, I discovered two artists that I, I was like, oh my gosh, I never listen to music, but I love this. Um, one of them is Kuko. He's a Latin American artist from California, and he makes synthy, electronic, like, dream pop, like, Ooh, um, okay. like uh, not ballad, but it's kind of like... It's kind of like a, an electronic, because I don't listen to music, I also don't know the right terms to use, so I'm really struggling here. <laughs> I am here.
0: completely with you. So it's like, is it got a guitar, it's rock music. So I
1: it's, <laughs> that's usually how I go, you know? Yeah. So this is like electronic, chill wave, kind of poppy with like some bilingual English and Spanish, and so if regardless if you listen to English or Spanish or whatever, like I think it's cool to just throw it in the background, it's pretty chill.
0: Nice. Um,
1: and the second one is this, I don't listen to a lot of rap uh, usually either. Um, but I found this one rapper called Toby Lou and, um, he, his lyrics are pretty chill. He's just about like, you know, it's, it's not really about stunning or anything like that. It's, it's just about like how he's a struggling rapper who used to Uber and stuff. And it's more relatable. It's, it's a bit more relatable. yeah. Yeah. Um, as a filmmaker, I totally appreciate, um, any other rap. Because it's storytelling, I get that it's character building and world building and stuff like that. But it's just not just like with anime. I don't usually gravitate to aggressive stuff. Same thing with rap. Like I totally get that it's just world building. It's not actually trying to advocate bad stuff. At least that's what I kind of believe on and off. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'd much rather uh, uh, would listen to something a bit more chill. And that's this is a a rapper who. Um, well, he's he's a nerd rapper too. Like it's not like Mega Ran where the it's mm-hmm. like in your face about the nerdness, which don't. It's get me wrong. not I focused like, on. It. It's not the focus. It's just peppered in there. Um, uh, which don't get me wrong. I love Mega Ran by the way. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah. For example, one of his songs, the it just samples the game over uh music from Super Mario World in the background. Oh sweet. And uh, the music video, he's in an arcade. Two of his two of his music videos are literally just him in a green screen dancing. And the background, the green screen is replaced with just Miyazaki clips. Just oh, random, wow. random clips of like <laughs> Spirit Award and, uh, and, uh, and Howl's Moving Castle. And it's just like, hey, I, I, I like this, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's and, awesome. And like, if you go to, it's funny that he's a rapper, but if you go to his Twitter, again, uh, the name of the rapper is uh, Toby Lou and he identifies himself as a K-pop star.
0: Oh, nice. And it's
1: like, it's like <laughs> this is cool. I dig that. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And the how one, do you
0: spell how do you spell Toby Lou? T O B Y?
1: T O B I, Space and then L O U. Perfect. Yeah. That's awesome. And then the other guy was Cucko. Yeah, C O C C U C O. Um, and then my one final thing that I want to recommend, just because I feel like it's kind of like I was so it's a podcast called We're Alive, okay. and I think anyone who's a friend who anyone who's a fan of Kind of Funny or IGN or, or Beyond back in the day, I think a lot of people will at least have heard the name because Greg was a big advocate of this podcast, and it's a radio drama. Um, what is so, it called? I think I talked over it. It's a We're Alive. We are alive. Got it. yeah, we're We're Alive, and it's a zombie podcast. It's a zombie radio drama. I uh, have heard of it. It's yeah, and so I think a lot of people have heard of it, but, but I think they just I I don't know, they're like radio drama, that's whatever, that's weird. But yeah. it's done so well. I see the images so clearly in my mind as the that's story awesome. plays out. And it's like it's 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 the best parts of Walking Dead with the best parts of Lost, um, in that there's lots of mystery and lore building and uh it it's just done so well. And, and I just I just love it. I I have listened to it several times, and uh, I think more people should check it out. And even Greg makes a cameo in it. That's and, awesome. Oh my gosh! So, um, man, I just keep like my mind is just like exploding. <laughs> <laughs> um, it also has a guest appearance from uh, from Brittany. I'm gonna mess up the name. Bomber rocker. Oh, Brombacher. Brombacher. Blonde Brom nerd. Bro, yeah, from from what's uh, That's what's good awesome. team. It was way back then before like. She had really blown up. Um, mm-hmm. She, I think she got her start, like, well, I don't know where she got her start. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to get my facts wrong, but that is where yeah. I first heard her. She was a fan of the show, too, and her and Greg were both co-hosts on a fan podcast. Oh. Just just, uh, just Brittany and Greg would talk on this podcast about the past uh, episode and uh, would talk, kind of give the recap of it. And that's, that's how awesome. I first heard about Brittany before she ever became What's Good Games. Uh, you know, How long is uh, We're Alive? So, like how many episodes? Man, I think it's like I'm embarrassed. I don't know off the top of my head since I said I've rewatched it a bunch of times, but I think it's like 50 episodes. But each okay. episode is in three parts, and each part is like 10 minutes. So it's kind of like wow. you gotta do weird math, but it's it goes by pretty fast. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I and I I just love it. That's those like, are really the kind endearing. of
0: podcasts that I love because mm-hmm. I don't get a whole lot of time to listen to podcasts. I mm-hmm. usually listen like when I'm traveling. Um, I'm much more of a YouTube visual type of mm-hmm. content consumer but seeing seeing your face light up when you said like i can so clearly see the images what's dude going on, it's, the, that's what i'm all about because that's the, like when i watch critical role i watch mm-hmm. critical role every week and that is just literally them sitting at a table rolling dice playing characters mm-hmm. but i so clearly see what's going mm-hmm. on in my head as they're acting it out and i love that
1: it's 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 so, so yeah, well this done. sounds awesome from the voice to the folly because they got a lot of sound design because Uh, For the monsters and for the, you know, whenever the military shows up and stuff like that. And the music, of course. The music is is just fantastic. Awesome. So, so everybody check out We're Alive. Yeah, Perfect.
0: Um, So, since this is uh, Best Friends Talk Funny, we have to talk funny eventually.
1: Let's talk Uh, funny. Christian,
0: uh, what got you into Kind of Funny? What was the the jumping off point?
1: Man, uh... The jumping off point was episode of uh, Podcast Beyond 35. Um i i want to start from the beginning and then i'll work forward i think usually i tell it backwards but like Mm -hmm. i wasn't really listening to podcasts much but um i think ign had like a really cool album art for whatever the episode of beyond 35 was so i listened to it got some cool news and reviews and stuff from the co-hosts and and stuff but what hooked me to the personalities of the podcast was ryan clements he was i related to him a lot he's 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 such a good boy and, 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 yeah, and he, he plays is. rpgs and he he's always just like mining his p's and q's kind of like me like yeah. I, I really mm-hmm. related to him and he he closed out the episode by singing uh, to kind of give a context of when this took place um i think smash brothers for Wii was about to come out mm-hmm. and um and as a throwback to the classic commercials even though he, even though he's talking about Smash on on Beyond, I don't know. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but um, you know the classic six N sixty four commercials. They had the that song that played. Um, what is that one called? The Oh, I, I was oh. I was a PlayStation. Oh. Okay. okay, okay, okay. So so they would have the mascots in live action, and they were dancing and fighting though to the song. Um... I can't remember the song. I'll think of it later. But it's they, right. he's he's singing the song from the commercial though, and everyone gets in, and it, like I think Damon and Gregor on it too, and they all start singing along, and I'm like, these guys are so fun. And mm-hmm. so I started listening from then on on beyond of course then when they left IG and joined to become kind of funny and that's kind of what brought me to yeah to be a, a fan of Greg and, and everybody there. That's
0: awesome. And if you are have been lucky enough to have gone to a kind of funny live or a, a Pax or an RTX, you've probably seen somebody uh, capturing your every single experience behind a video camera uh, that, that's Christian. And so I wanted to ask, like, what uh, what in what made you want to do that? Like, what was the uh, I keep saying this word, the jumping off point <laughs> for I you. I mean, that's to, nothing, I mean, that's a good way to put it. Uh, just for you to like, you know, want to capture the experience for everybody.
1: On this one, I will work backwards. So sure. most I so I have this new niche kind of in the community as like capturing the events uh, uh with video, mm-hmm. and that started in the. Kind of games community at Beyond Four Hundred, they had this big old house party event uh, mm-hmm. over there in California, and invited everyone. They had an odd auditor- kind of it was kind of like what we get for kind of funny live, but yep. it was for IGN, and um, it was my first time going to a really big fan event, and I'm really shy. And don't really do well in social situations. Sometimes I, I'm. I get yeah, may, yeah. may, Maybe more, maybe, maybe you might not catch that because now I'm better. Now I'm much better. But back then I really wasn't. And and my, um, like the only like my my safety blanket or whatever was my camera. It's like mm-hmm. this wall that um is weird because it's both a wall and a bridge. I'm not. I'm not trying to sound poetic, but like it's like when I'm. It's it works both ways when. When I'm shy, I can put it up as a wall mm-hmm. to kind of for some separation. But also when I want to connect, it's my bridge to people because I'm I'm inviting myself into their experience. Yeah. And That's awesome. Um,
0: it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so I, I, I shot that event at IGN and, and shared it. And people really liked it. And so uh, that was kind of around the time that Kind of Funny was really picking off. And so that's when I was like, oh, if Kind of Funny does a, a thing again because I'd already missed – by the time that uh, Beyond happened, um, they had already had Kinda of Final Life one. Yeah, and so I was like, I'm gonna get revenge next time. Kinda of Final Life does a thing, <laughs> I'm gonna go and shoot that because there was a lot of great reception to the Beyond videos that I did. Even people uh, from IGN were were kind of sharing it around, like, oh look, check this guy. He he did a really cool video. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I liked that, and um, so that was kind of one of the inspirations. Was I got a really good response, and also I, I, I it was so infectious being around all those people, all those fellow would be, would be best friends that I was meeting for the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, But, and before beyond though, um, I had always just been like, I, I knew to bring my camera with me and to be in that kind of mode because in general, um, even around family, sometimes I, I just need a buffer. And so at, uh, at weddings or family reunions, things like that, I was kind of the family videographer. You mm-hmm. know, I would just take my parents' camera and I'd be shooting it. You know, things yeah. like that. Yeah. I, I, w- I
0: will say, though, and this is going to sound super corny, mm-hmm. so stick with me. Uh, when I went to Kind of Funny Life 3, mm-hmm. it was my first time being at a, at a Kind of Funny event and meeting actual best friends <laughs> in a huge group. And I remember being at the uh, the food trucks. Oh, and the, 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 the square and park. And or I, like I that, so yeah. clearly, that was when I first did the green beard. Yeah. When I showed up like that. Um, I remember you filming, and I remember going back to the hotel that night. I think the next morning you already had it done because you work crazy fast. On the, <laughs> I don't know how you do it. Uh, and then I remember seeing myself in one of those. And I remember mm. when you did the Kind of Funny Life 2 stuff, mm. uh, and I, I think the the PSX one before that. Oh yeah, I, I guess I didn't. I did PSX. Yeah, um, I just remember feeling like that's when the the FOMO hit. Mm. Like God, look at all these amazing people that I only know through online, and I don't really communicate or talk and interact with them that much. But they look so awesome, and I want to be there. And then when I saw myself in that video, I was like, "Oh man, it's an honor." Like I I, I, I was so. I was so happy to be there amongst the best friends. And you capture mm-hmm. the love of what the best friends community <laughs> is so well. And, oh, God, I, I, I love those videos.
1: I still I still watch them, too. It's, it's, yeah. it's a lot of good memories. And that's what they are. They're, they're several things. They're a time capsule, of course, for all of us that are there. And they're also just, like, a, a, a way for other people that aren't able to go to mm-hmm. feel like they're part of the experience, too. I was not able to go to the first Kind of Funny Live, but uh, Tim put out that really cool edit mm-hmm. using... Um, submitted footage um but everybody's using their cell phones and it's a little dark and so like i felt like i was still missing out like i still i really appreciated that video and i was like i wonder if anyone else feels like this so that was also another reason why i started shooting is because like um i'm sure the guys and they 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 always do anytime there's an event they they put out like a really great recap for video for 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 people but i was like i i learned from the beyond meetup that there's so many community events that don't get shown either and so I was like, I, I, I want to share these moments too. All the stuff that happens, like before and after, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're great.
0: So I I can't wait till whatever the next kind of funny live is or the next thing you do. So we can, I, we I, do I'm hoping for New
1: York. I'm hoping I can go to the New York World Tour. Oh, really? I really want to. Yeah. Oh, uh, come
0: on, Christian. It'd be awesome.
1: <laughs> do you know when
0: it is? Uh, yeah, it's the weekend. Uh, I think it's three weekends from now. Oh, no, that's too soon. I might yeah, not be able to. Yeah, no. I know. It's April April 6th is the actual meetup, but oh. me and Kelsey plan things from the 5th to the 7th.
1: Oh, that's way too soon. It's, well, I mean, it wouldn't be too soon, but I'm going to PAX West, which is at gotcha. the end of March. And so it's kind of like the weekend right after that. Um, well, we'll get you out to New York one of these times, Christian. I, I, it's, it's on my <laughs> list. It's on my list. Even if, like... Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, no. You oh, I, was just saying, I was saying that um, I've been meaning to go out there anyways just because... Uh, just for a change of scenery. Just I, yeah. I I know so many kind of funny best friends, including yourself, are out there. And I, yeah. I've just been wanting to get out there anyways. One of my best friends in general, like from before, kind of funny, like lives out there. So I've been wanting oh, nice. to reconnect too. Yeah. Maybe we can get you out for Comic-Con this year. Man, I've never been to a Comic-Con. Oh, New York Dude. Comic-Con's great. <laughs> yeah, maybe, great maybe, yeah, maybe maybe, w- maybe, I'll go to that one.
0: Uh, So doing these videos of the fan events and stuff, d- is this what led you into... Getting the opportunity to uh, film the Mizzou trip with
1: Greg yeah. and Tim, yeah, that actually is like exactly how I got that gig. They'd um, they'd seen my stuff and and I've gotten to know them because I'd go to so many kind of funny events, not mm-hmm. only from the ones in California, but they come to RTX, and so we became pretty really familiar. And so when they got approached for the for the project of shooting the documentary for for Microsoft. Um, one of the one of the great things that they thought of was like let's bring the community into this. So they asked me to shoot the B-roll in Mizzou, and they got Roger Picorny uh, from New York, who I'd love to see out there too. Yeah, um, they got him to edit it, um, and so uh, that was yeah my experience like or I guess my previous work is kind of what got me that gig. Yeah.
0: That's also awesome. how was that, you know, following them around filming at Greg's yep. like we hear yep. so many stories about Greg at Mizzou. How it was like lake following was, around?
1: It was great seeing it was I mean, I it was basically the same feeling people go out watching the documentary, I think, but yes. just seeing it first was just seeing him in his element I mean, he's always in his element. He always can yeah, own a sure. space. But it was cool seeing him there in not his hometown, but in his not his roots either, but in a in a important place for him. Yeah. In a in a really meaningful place. Not only the the town of Mizzou, but the school of Mizzou. I'm not. not Why did I call it the town of Mizzou? The <laughs> town of Columbia. The town of Columbia and the school of Mizzou. Um, yeah. It was great going to his favorite spots. We went to like this uh, comic shop that had games and stuff, and of course we went to CJ's Wings, which I'm gonna still say are my favorite wings. Oh wow! Of, I've, I've ever so had. so they live up to the hype. I I still dream about those wings. <laughs> like I I still wake up in the middle of the night. Oh, those CJ's wings were. <laughs> That's awesome. um, that was a lot of fun of course seeing and at the cj's wings there was a big meetup so it was of course still just seeing him uh, interact with everybody there yeah um, it was a lot of fun just you know, spending so much time uh, with tim and greg yeah yeah that's awesome um
0: So, uh, man, stumbling. Uh, it it happens once every episode, and this is episode 23, and you'd think I'd be used to it now, but nope. Uh, comes the time in the show that my guest brings an old GOG topic to discuss amongst ourselves. Um, I have said this since Kind of 44.0 has, has happened, I need to rethink the name of this segment, because it's no longer the Game Over Greggy show, uh, (laughs) so we'll figure that out in the future, but... Christian, what is the topic that you're bringing to the table? Today is an old
1: topic from I think 2014, maybe. Oh. I think. Um, and that the, the the topic that Greg asked the the crew was, um, what is the first thing you do in a post-apocalypse? Now mm. I figured we could play around with this, um, yeah, because so, they were kind of fighting among, not they were kind of discussing among themselves. Like, what do they mean? Like, is it and. Their scenario, which, we, again, we can change if we think it'd be better, but in their scenario, it's basically last man on Earth kind of thing. Like, okay. e- everybody's been raptured except for you. Ooh. And so what does your first week look like? That's specifically what they said. Like, what do you do that for that first week? Mm-hmm. I could definitely talk about that, but if you also want to switch it up, like, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a zombie apocalypse or oof, or something oof. like that. Or maybe you're not the last person on Earth. It's just, I don't know.
0: I think we could do, do a different kind of... A couple different scenarios. So, like, r- raptured means like you wake up, everyone's just gone. Yeah, yeah, basically, right. Yeah, yeah. And then you're you're left alone, which is a scary, scary <laughs> thought, man. <laughs> I, I, I could not imagine waking up and just seeing just cars on the side of the road with their doors open, like yeah. everywhere, and mm-hmm. nobody's around. That that's nuts. I I can't imagine. <laughs> man, what what would the first thing I do if that in that scenario? Oh man. I'd probably go fetal position and just cry. I would freak out too. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do with myself cuz it's
1: not like well I think I think and and, and if we want to keep going on this road we can. Yeah. But the 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 prompt was kind of like like let's assume we got past all that. We we've 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 spent a yeah. lot emotional toll. Yeah. And like we're kind of like ready to be in survival mode so like as far as like all right I'm gonna face the wilderness now. Like what I think that's when the, the topic hit. Like what do you do then when you're ready to start? Like when you once you've accepted that, you know, your scenario. Mm. Oh man. And if you want, I could kind of since I brought the yeah, top, yeah, I can, yeah. I can you, start go off. Go
0: ahead. Let me let me think about this
1: one. And I'm kind of cheating, actually, because <laughs> I'm using a lot of the tips that I got from We're Alive. So, oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> um, so of course resources are very important. And so before I even so since there's no zombies, it's just people are raptured. The only defense I need is from animals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say, once wild dogs and, and cats and stuff start... Not house cats, but like pumas and whatnot. Because we're yeah. here in Texas, you know, there's rattlesnakes and everything. And the, yeah. the thing that keeps all the dangerous animals away are all the people. But since they're all gone, nature will, of course, take over. So I need to defend myself from, from any hazardous animals. So weapons are definitely on the list. But because it's not going to happen for a while, first and foremost water and food yeah because i still got my house i just got to maintain my house or heck liquor mansion or something like that yeah but (laughs) um water is like something i need a lot of so uh and bottles of water will always be there i'm not gonna have to fight people for that and so i need to think about uh so this tip i got from we're alive is uh start refilling so plug up as many faucets and tubs from neighboring houses as i can and start filling up those with water as reserves because mm-hmm. apparently, I don't know if this still applies or if it's just something from the podcast version of the world, but the pumps that would start sending water to the houses and stuff run off electricity and eventually those grids will stop working. Yeah. And so you need to you need to access that public water as soon as possible. And so I would start just like filling up as many sources from different houses and neighboring buildings with water as possible. That way I always have these reserves and stuff. And then smart. next, I need to start hitting up the local uh, refrigerators. Food yeah. definitely need sustenance and yeah. um, organizing the stuff that's going to expire versus not expire. Um, mm-hmm. Man, after that, this is as far as I thought. By the way, um, <laughs> I, I would I would take it one step further,
0: and I would just kind of like move into a grocery store. <laughs> that, I I
1: think I would be cautious. I yeah. would be like, okay, so we both know as you know we we both know that i'm the last person but maybe oh. me, me in the scenario might be cautious like oh maybe there's maybe, maybe there's one other person or maybe there's people out here and they might be dangerous so yeah that's true so, so i don't want to wander too far off yet so um uh so, so i don't i, I don't want to leave i don't want to like relocate from my house yet first you know tough it out of my house and then once i've decided it's safe then yeah I'll, I'll, I'll maybe i'll move into a. A convenience store, a mall, or something like that. Yeah, um, but um, so that and then power is a big thing. Like, because I don't know how to keep electricity running, so yeah. I would stock up on batteries. Actually, now that I think about it, I might need to hit up a library. Oh, for basic engineering, I just said like yeah. I don't know. I don't know how power works, but maybe I would look up books on how to make artificial power. Like, I know there's different. Windmills and watermills, mm-hmm. and, and that's different... uh, that's definitely the the responsible. <laughs> I just thought I of it right now. Should, um, just like <laughs> yeah, like if I don't, if I, like like I said, I am going to gather as many batteries and stuff as I can. But uh-huh. you never know, there might be a point where I'm run through all of my supplies, and so I need to just you know uh yeah. learn to power stuff my own. And so if I if I could find a library with information like that, as well as hey, I should probably start a garden to start growing food because. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of my food is, that's in cans and stuff or refrigerators will obviously eventually go bad. Yeah. So I gotta See, get a garden started.
0: You're 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 thinking like logically to keep you alive.
1: What are and you thinking? You're
0: thinking. Of, my like, head is just like how fun. I gotta figure out how to download all my favorite YouTube series and YouTube channels so I have them forever for as long as I can before the internet goes
1: oh, away. Oh, dude! I don't know why I was like. That's such a good point. I don't yeah. know why I don't know why I was like, oh well, the water plants are going to be active for a while, but I did not think that ever, for some reason that was the only thing still running in my world. Yeah, all the all the electricity <laughs> had already been shut off, like all the internet providers had already. Yeah, been... I just
0: like I, I want to be able to preserve that for
1: as long as I possibly can. That's such a, I can't believe you thought of like the internet's still around. I was like, no, the internet's gone. That's why I need to go to a library. I didn't think of like YouTube being. Yeah, I, power... I mean,
0: I, I imagine the internet runs until like all the power grids go out.
1: Yeah, and I'm assuming. Which I'm I'm kind of fuzzy on how that might work because y- you'd think a lot of it's automated, but I'm sure there's people that make sure it's on. That I think maybe maybe they maybe it's kind of like a laptop where if you don't touch it, it goes into sleep mode. <laughs> maybe after like yeah. a month or something, the computer yeah. just like nobody's here. Let's turn off or something like that. Absolutely, like, yeah. So like
0: I, I would download like every podcast in existence. Yeah, I would just yeah. grab people's phones that I find and just download every single podcast. That's so a, I just. They, have entertainment I, and things to like kind of listen to it's kind of there's there's a
1: probably the nearest... obviously
0: i would die because like that's my first priority <laughs> 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 not not gardening and, and planting food and sustainable. Where, where,
1: where i'm sure there's plenty of houses in the neighborhood i'm sure yeah. you find food and stuff <laughs> absolutely um, yeah. Th- yeah i can imagine myself there's a walmart near me and so i could just grab like computers and hard drives by by the truckload and uh oh speaking of trucks one thing that I hate about post-apocalypse stuff is that the, the the cars are always like blocking the roads. Oh yeah, it's impossible to get around. And and I'm like, no, I'm gonna am I'm gonna I'm gonna clear out all these roads. And I'm I'm sure it would be like an OCD thing that that like a tick or something. Where I'm like, I can't stand these cars in the road. I need to move them all. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so I would be probably lining up like a garage for different kinds of runs and things mm-hmm. like that. Man, dude, this is fun to think about. <laughs> I think yeah, that's, I honestly think that's what a big appeal of shows like zombie shows and things like that because everyone I think everyone wants to, it's a fun challenge it's a fun kind of puzzle of like what would mm-hmm. I do how would I do Absolutely. with this situation So I'm going to I'm going to flip it let's let's
0: do a different scenario let's do it's zombie apocalypse Oh
1: man do, do things so,
0: change cuz for me the first thing that pops up zombie apocalypse I'm going to head immediately to CVS Mm. And try to grab as much medicine as possible.
1: Oh man, medicine—that's a big thing. I didn't even think about that. Um.
0: Because, like, I feel like in the zombie apocalypse, I can still eat like plants, uh, uh, plant Mm. life. I I can still sustain on that. So, Mm. I I, like obviously that's a worry, but I feel like medicine is top priority because I feel like everyone's going to try to go for that and grab some Mm -hmm. antibiotics to have on Mm -hmm. them and. You know, so let's, I, have, so- I have I have asthma. I, I need I need nebulizer treatments. I need that, or else I am not going
1: to survive. <laughs> All right, so let's come up with a few thing, a few a few barriers or, or rules on this next one. Okay. So you said you're fighting people, so you're not the only one around. There are no. people still around. And are we talking slow zombies or fast zombies? Oh God,
0: fast zombies stress me out. <laughs> yeah, I'm dude. a slow man. Uh. Oh. Let's say the traditional like slow zombies. Okay, let's say
1: traditional. I like that.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. So obviously, I would I would go grab some medicine. Mm -hmm. I would. um, Here's another question: Would you rather be like in a like packed neighborhood, like with houses close by, or do you want to be in a house where there's a lot of open space and you can see from see in many different directions?
1: I am so afraid of wide open spaces. Yeah. Like like uh my mom lives in the country and I I hated living there. Mm-hmm. Um I don't like because in the day yeah you can see for miles but at, at night you can't see anything yeah. and that's what scares me. Um I'd much rather be in a suburban I don't uh, uh kind of neighborhood yep. where uh, everybody has like most people have some kind of light outside mm. or street lamps and things like that. That's a good
0: call because where I live, uh, my house is surrounded by a nursery, and I don't really have a neighbor that's within like fifty feet of me. Oh geez, no, so really there, there's, that a that lot, there's a lot. There's a lot open space, and I get it. It's creepy.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, so as far as scenarios, I'd rather be in like yeah, just a, just like where I'm living now, just a home in a neighborhood. Mm. It has like it. There's plenty of fencing and boundaries for zombies cannot, you know, cross because they're mm-hmm. usually pretty dumb. Um, yeah. And then you, you, there's kind of like the double edged sword if there's a lot of people so that could be a good thing or a bad thing because you never know what they're going to be like, but at least those are some odds I can kind of, mm-hmm. you know. There, there's well, a certain safety in numbers kind of.
0: What would the the top priority for you in that scenario? Like I would want to go get as much medicine as possible. Now where, see where are you going?
1: If I see my, if I, if I'm in my living room, I look at my window and the first thing I see is a zombie, my first priority weapon actually. Yeah. Cause if I want to get to those meds, if I want to get to that food, if I want to do anything, I need to first be able to get out this door without, you know, dying. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, one of the first things, yeah, would probably be, well, first thing before I leave the house, I'm going to do that little trick. I said, I'm going to clog up like the, yep. the, 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 to- the, the, the tub and the sink and start mm-hmm. filling those up with water just in case I can't get out to the latest grocery store very soon. Um, and then after that, find the best weapons in my house that I can makeshift. Um, and maybe armor too. If I'm in this world, I assume we know what zombies are from yeah. TV. We're not. Mm-hmm. We're not like, what's that thing? You know? Yeah. Um, and uh, so uh, armor too to protect from bites. So just kind of get ready like that. And also, you're gonna mm-hmm. have to f- defend yourself from the occasional bad guy. You know? Yeah, that's true. Um, I guess I'm, I'm doing a lot of like a tower defense before I head out. So I guess also make sure the doors are reinforced windows, things like that. Are you, now are you going to board up your windows? I'm going to, that's, that could be a double-edged sword. Cause if you yeah. get in, it's hard to get out. So I'm going to at least board up one of my doors. Cause like I have the back, the back door mm-hmm. is like all glass panel kind of. So oh, gotcha, easier, yeah. easier to, easy to see what's inside and easy to, to break through probably. So I'll probably reinforce mm-hmm. that. And windows, I feel like no matter if it's a zombie or a person, it's high enough to where I'm going to hear something going on. Gotcha. So if I need to get out of that window, it'll be easy. And if someone is trying to get in through that window, it'll be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'll probably leave windows how they are. Yeah. Oh. Just, just
0: thinking about hearing a noise outside my window and knowing that zombies are outside is going to be so much anxiety right now.
1: So let me tell the story <laughs> I must have been like 10 living in this my mom's home in the country and um, I was home alone with my brother and like I said I have cousins that are my same age so we're all we're, we're all ages 10 to 12 ish mm-hmm. but we're home alone our parents are out of town and um, we just were trusted just like yeah you guys We'll probably be fine for the weekend and not kill each other. Here's pizza money. And um, it's really late at night, and we hear, like, a tapping on the window in my brother's room. Oh, room and we're like, what the... F- what is that? And yeah. we... It is not a mistakable... It's not like, oh, is that the tree branch? Is that... Yeah, no. It was like a, a, a knock, knock, knock. And we freaked the fuck out. And oh, we all start grabbing whatever we can. And we we ran to the next room. my And... The knock followed us there. We're freaking out even more. This is what? not an accidental knock. Somebody is trying to get into this place. We, this, I'm so young. We don't have cell phones or anything like that. And we're not thinking of even using the house line or calling 911. You're just, it's like fight or flight. And we're flying from one room to the other. When we finally get to the master bedroom to to hide there. And like my brother had a pellet gun. I think someone had a, a bat. And someone yeah. else had like something useless. I, I don't remember if... I, and, And we were just, like, so scared out of our minds. Yeah, I would be, too. And when we got to my mom's room, we finally heard, hey, guys, it's me. It was our neighbor kid. It was the kid next door. Oh, jeez. And he was not even trying to scare us. He was was legit just trying to, like, hey, let me in. Like, I know y'all are playing games. Like, I want to come play, too. (laughs) Like, it was not even, like... Oh, my God. It was not... (laughs)
0: So he followed you and kept tapping on the windows as you were going through the house.
1: I don't know. I waited to the third door to finally say, "Hey, it's me, Ian. Let me through." Like he. Oh jeez. We were fucking. Yeah. Bad. Oh my gosh. Like oh dude. That would freak me out now, and I'm a 31 year old man. <laughs> dude, it was it was next level. I still give a shit about it to you because we're still friends uh, oh, after man. all this time. Oh uh, my god,
0: that's a great story. That will that would that's a, like a scar you for life type story
1: that's probably another reason why i never wanted to live there anymore yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely uh yeah so i think from talking about the sky topic i think it's very clear that christian you're gonna live for a very long time in the <laughs> i am not i'm just worried about my podcast and some of my entertainment and
1: medicine hey, and you go out on a high now you go out on like oh man that's one thing i gotta worry about I gotta, I gotta learn how to go out on a high note. Oh, I forget mm. what I'm saying. So. I get what you're saying. So get that garden ready, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah.
0: If if you do that type of thing, yeah, I'm sure you have to worry about it. I was. <laughs> um, uh, we're 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 closing it on the end, Christian. Cool. We're closing in on the end. I have a, a couple of questions, uh, from the best friends who, cool. um. Who responded on Twitter that you were on and asked some questions? Um, so, the first question comes from uh, Ethan Brandon at Ethan Brannon, uh, lovely best friend. Uh, he, simply, who's your favorite kind of funny host?
1: Probably Greg. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, Nick is a close second because he's like the production guy. And so, I'd love every time. Uh, like, so Greg is who I like fell in love with, like out of the group. Like, he was like number one. And, and I love his personality. And he, his. His drive to create is such a motivation for me, and mm-hmm. is a big reason of why I do what I what I do now. Um, and uh, Nick is a close second, like I said, because of the production thing. But in a lot of in a lot of uh, past episodes, he would talk about his experience being in film school and his first time doing wedding videos and stuff like that. And I just really relate a lot to yeah to, to Nick. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Uh, what do you think of this Johnny Ace character? Uh, he's. Uh, I'm sorry, not character. What do you think of Johnny Ace? The person? I thought you, I thought you meant character
1: isn't like you know what? Like persona? Oh no, just in general, like like oh. when you when you call somebody a character. Oh yeah, that's like, true. Mac that, like Kyle, he's, he's quite the character, isn't he? Gotcha. You know? uh, that's yeah. what I thought you meant. Johnny Ace, yeah, he's he is quite the character, and uh, he's he's always on the thing that I'm so. I only know Johnny Ace, like, tangentially. Because he always shows up in either a podcast or a video that I'm usually not watching. Like, he'll show up on, a, on the live show or something like that. And mm. I just don't tune into those. So, I only get to hear about Johnny Ace secondhand when they're, like, when they're like, oh, what happened last weekend? Oh, well, you should have seen it. Johnny Ace came through and this and that. And I'm like, oh. So, I only hear secondhand stories. So, gotcha. But from what I hear, he sounds like a lot of fun in small dosages from afar. I don't know if we <laughs> shared a room... I, I would be on edge the whole time. <laughs> I'm
0: sure, yeah. He'd just talk about his Malta and his many Wimbled- Wimbledon championships. It'd be it'd be a lot. Uh, next question comes from Warm Ice, at Warmice on Twitter. Oh, Warm Ice, good guy. We uh, talked about Kingdom Hearts on his podcast. Oh, nice. Uh, how did you get into video production? I don't think we touched on that. What, what, what made you want to do video production?
1: Well, once upon a time, when I was like 10 years old, uh, the movie Jurassic Park came out. A fantastic oh, story about dinosaurs and nothing bad ever happens, right? No, um, nothing. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, and back in the day, they would have these special effects shows on TV where it's like, hey, check out how they did these effects. And yeah, I was literally like walking by the TV and they have the scene where like uh, the Tyrannosaurus is ch- chasing the Jeep. Oh, yeah. And then they rewind it and they play it again, but then they remove the, the, the T-Rex. And that's when I learned like, oh, it's like... You watch a movie, you know it's not real, but you don't ever question about like, well, then what is it? What is that? Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. and that's when they kind of spell it out for you, like these are computer graphics that are made and designed and this and that. I'm like, oh, that's that's so cool. Like, I, I love that. And uh, it's the if you can make a T Rex chase and, and destroy stuff, like, what else can you do? And so, yeah, um, that was like the first thing that got me interested in like just the magic of movie making. Um, the first thing I wanted to do was like special effects, but then I learned that it was really math intensive. And I was like, um, I don't know. I still want to work with movies, but I didn't know enough about the production process to know exactly what I wanted to do. I, I, I didn't even know much about what it even takes to be a camera operator. So it's not like I even said like, oh, I want to be a director. I didn't even know what a director was back then, but I just knew that I loved movies and that I wanted to be involved with it somehow. And then fast forward to like several, many years later, um, I learned what a director was (laughs) in high school because I... was (laughs) I forgot what I someone had made an off I think oh I I had a guitar class and I had a guitar with me and someone said oh he's like 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 El Mariachi and I'm like what and he's like oh it's this movie by Robert Rodriguez and you should check it out and I checked it out yeah and I was like first off I love this movie I watched it every day for like several months after that (laughs) uh, with commentary and everything and the the special features and read Robert Rodriguez's book about making it and uh, oh that's awesome that's when I learned like oh there's this person called the director and what they do is essentially if you're robert rodriguez you, you do everything you know most directors they just either um i mean th- i mean directors do a lot but robert yeah. rodriguez does what directors do and then what everyone else does he does the sound the writing uh and just uh special effects and on his own too with yeah. like whatever he can figure out and so like learning that a, a filmmaker can be so hands-on that was what made me really be like, okay, now I'm actively, like, being, wanting to be involved in movies was kind of like a, the the comparison I made was that the idea of wanting to be a filmmaker for the longest time was the same as in wanting to say you wanted to be a doctor. It's something you could know you want to do, but it's not something you can actively start participating in, really. Like, yeah. You can't, you can't be 15 and start opening people up, you know. No, yeah. um,
0: you're, you're, you're not, uh, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on it. Is it Doogie Hauser? I guess not. I don't know. I, that's not, the name uh, of about The new Patrick Harris show when
1: he was a kid and he was a doctor. I didn't, I, I think didn't it was know Doogie Hauser. Um, <laughs> but filmmaking, you, you, I, I thought for some reason the same kind of thing applied. I thought, oh, well yeah, I love movies and I don't want to make movies, but I can't do that until I go to college and graduate. I didn't know that. I don't even, it was right in front of my face that like, wait, I could just take my home camera and start making short films. Um, yeah, but in high school was when the doors opened up because Robert Rodriguez would talk about how he made movies at home with his brothers and sisters. I'm like, wait, I can do this now. And that's kind of what started was, um, it was it was very late. Like a lot of filmmakers are like, oh, yeah, I was 10 years old and making videos and this and that. And like, I guess I had played with that too when I was a kid. Like I'd take a home video and I'd act out a scene, but it wasn't making movies. It was just me playing. Yeah. I didn't put the two and two together. It's kind of like, yep. you know, it's it's like asking a kid like asking a chef like when did you first start cooking like i don't think he would usually count oh when i made my own peanut butter jelly sandwiches like yeah that was kind of the equivalent i didn't look at what i was doing at home as filmmaking but um in high school i made that first conscious effort of like oh wait i can just start making stuff now i'm gonna Mm -hmm. start making stuff now and around that same time i met my i I met like one of my best friends and he was he was ahead of me he was younger than me but he'd already been making short films and stuff and so but we vibed really well, so we teamed up and started just putting out short films like on the weekends and stuff like that. We would—he was in love with like uh, military culture, like he would deck out his room with like camo and stuff like that. And we would make all the short films we made were like military based. <laughs> and so I had a lot of fun. You use would, what you got. We well, use what you got, including yeah. construction sites and breaking into them, and, and going into the woods with uh, air rifles and stuff. And it was just so infectious; it was so cool, a lot of fun. Uh, just us making short films, and that was kind of like that was like what got me into video production. You know, as soon as I was a kid, I always wanted to be involved in movies, but I didn't mm-hmm. know how. Yeah, and yeah, high school joining up with uh, my friend Angelo. Yeah, that's what got me into the production. That's awesome. Proper side of things.
0: It's funny how you said that. Like when. You mentioned like when you were little and you were just playing and acting out, like you didn't see that as like nah, you no know, a, a skill. You were just playing, and I instantly thought of like the many times where I would just go out back and I would play an entire like basketball game, but I would commentate as I do it. The yeah? entire game. Ey. Like, like that's I it. That's it. it I, a, oh, man, I'm stumbling over my own words. Like, it just clicked in my head. It's like, yeah, I was, I was commentating. Yeah, by you're, myself. You're podcasting. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, kids are. You don't think about it too much, but as, when you were a kid, you actually did a lot of really high level stuff.
1: Yeah, with your kid,
0: but you you don't know, realize that because you're you know a kid learning mm-hmm. is a way in the, in the world. But yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's a good. That, yeah, wow, that really did something to me that I was not expecting.
1: I and one one day someday I I hope to put out like re-release some of my high school videos and maybe with oh, commentary yeah. about like hey like here here's what we did and you know I I, I they're really fond memories and so yeah. I'd, love, I'd love to share those again sometime. that'd be awesome um,
0: now Christian it's gonna a new segment on the show oh uh, I did this with our last episode with Stephen Fontana um, I'm stealing it from Josh McCuga. How are you familiar with Josh McCuga, the McCooks? from uh, from Collider? Yes. Yeah. Um he has his own show called the Josh McCooke show. At the end of every one of his shows, he does a 3-minute rapid fire question segment. Okay. Where I'll, I'll read you some things and the first thing that pops in your head is is what you're going to say. Okay.
1: Fair right. warning for fair warning, I anytime this happens, like I always like freeze. I don't know. But I'll do my best. No <laughs> worries.
0: There I think once we get into it, it'll be uh, it'll be easier for you. Sounds good. All right. So, uh,
1: texting or talking? I am a texter for the longest time. I was a talker, especially through high school, um, but then I just got better at expressing myself through text. You know, through absolutely, uh, you know, emoticons and whatnot. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Favorite day of the week? Uh, any day of the week. They all blend together because. Oh yeah, it's, um, I don't really have one. Um, Sundays are always nice, even though, like, it's days are uh, what do you call it? um It's just made up. It's just like 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 oh yeah, no, it's like, a construct. The universe <laughs> doesn't know that it's Sunday, but for some reason, Sundays <laughs> always feel especially hot and especially, but not like annoying hot, but like a yeah. cozy warm. I yeah. think it's just psychological because it has the word Sunday, but they always feel especially especially warm and cozy. Uh, that's how Sundays feel gotcha. like to me. So.
0: Uh, speaking of your new jobs on scale of one to 10, how good of a driver are you?
1: I'm a six and I'd say I follow a lot of rules, but I'm, uh, but when I say bad, what I mean is I have a bad sense of direction, even with maps and stuff like that. I'm very safe, but I just have a horrible sense of direction. And, uh, on top of that, I think I drive much slower than a lot of people. And so people don't like that when they ride with me, I, And I just I uh, I don't know why it's just a, a natural thing. I don't know why I drive slow, <laughs> um, and so that's why I'm saying a six for everyone else out there. If oh, people who drive okay. me would, I'm I'm rating myself on how people would rate me. I think you know? first celebrity crush. Um, she's a, a Hispanic actress from a Spanish telenovela, so no one will really oh, know her. But okay. um, her name is Susana Gonzalez, and and yeah, it was I in run middle school. I fell in love with telenovelas you know those mexican soap operas and Mm -hmm. uh yeah she was the main actress in one of those so that's the first uh celebrity crush i had and she's still killing it she's still nice that's always good to know yeah uh cake or pie uh cake i Uh, can appreciate a good pie but um are usually fruit based and don't get me wrong i love fruits but i don't usually like i don't usually do warm fruits Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, if if I'm gonna have a pie, I would much rather. I, I would really prefer it if it was accompanied with an ice cream to kind of balance things out. You know. Have you ever worn socks with sandals? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Uh, my a kind of person. <laughs> not 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 too often these days. But you know, I could. I definitely remember like when I didn't care. Just yeah. I'm just like mm-hmm. yeah. Until I learned it was frowned upon. <laughs> uh, sh- 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 Wow, they copied Caker
0: Pie twice. That's weird. <laughs> um, Godfather or Star Wars?
1: Star Wars. Nice. I can call. appreciate the Godfather series. And I, I got introduced to it actually really, really late. Um, Same. Uh, and I definitely appreciate it a lot more after I watched other uh, similar movies like Casino and Goodfellas. Like, mm-hmm. It just makes me appreciate uh, Godfather even more. But Star Wars was one of my first epics watching it. It was... Uh, one of the first like real like movies about good versus evil and and the struggle there, you know mm-hmm. uh and it was just such a, a a spectacle to watch as a kid. My I, I, I can vividly in my head remember the day that my brother my, my my dad and I were in a Blockbuster uh video store and they had like the box set and he was just like we gotta we you need to see these and yeah just uh, kind of marathoned them. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I remember that box too—the the gold VHS box. No, mine was like I think that was afterwards. Okay. There was there's, there's a gold one, and there's a silver one. Mine they're colored like oh you know, wow like, nice. like 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 the box itself is not like special holographic or anything like that. Mm. It just has like the stormtrooper, Yoda, and like Darth. Vader oh, that's awesome on the, on the three covers. But they're all like photo realistic colored. Uh, two more questions: big dogs or small dogs? I like small dogs. Yeah, oh, big okay. dogs. I don't like I'm very I, I like to give people their personal space and the mm. same thing with dogs but big dogs will not invade your personal space and so it seems like I'm trying to get away from them but it's more like <laughs> I'm trying to get away from you like yeah they're 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 pretty heavy like my cousin has a big dog and like if I'm sitting down and he wants to come cuddle with me man like man I'm all about it but usually if I'm just trying to like chit chat and I'm out and about like oh yeah they're, they're too they come on too strong and I'm like no I'd rather have a little a little dog where I can go down hey hey guy. you know <laughs>
0: yeah for sure uh, last one um going with our uh, apocalypse question if you were really hungry would you eat a bug
1: um yes and no I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't I wouldn't pick up a bug off of the floor and just throw it in my mouth but if someone was like you have to eat bugs then yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, uh, hand me a tortilla, some sauce. We're gonna saute this up. I'm gonna put my favorite kind of seasoning on there. Yeah. And I'm just like you, you know. Uh, I'd be very intricate with it, like you know how you uh, would devein a shrimp or something. I think I would like take off the legs and stuff and mm-hmm. the fangs, all the sharp parts of a bug, and and. Uh, and, and what would the bug be? I'm imagining a, a traditional kind of beetle. Like oh, a, okay. Yeah, like a, something meaty. Yeah. You know? I, for some reason,
0: I went uh, grasshopper.
1: Oh, not bad. That's I mean, that's pretty traditional at a lot of places. Yeah. yeah. But I think I'd saute it up with some bell peppers and onions and oh, call it oh. a day. Yeah. Make a meal
0: out of it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, cooking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christian, that's the end of uh, episode 23. Dude, Thanks so much so,
1: for coming on. This was so fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm man. so glad I Had got to be time. on. And, yeah, and then we got to catch up. And yeah. now I got to catch I, is so, so I I usually see these episodes on YouTube. Are they also like on other things that I can download? Oh, th- this yeah. show? Uh, this show is actually, I think
0: I only have like one or two episodes on YouTube. Uh, iTunes, we're on Spotify. Oh, okay, cool. We're see, on... I, I
1: think that's why I never cho- I think I only saw those two on YouTube and thought that that's, where they, that's only where they lived. Oh, yeah, and no. So maybe, yeah, as, yeah so an will just say out of mind. I didn't think, oh, wait. Maybe it's uh, see, on what happens?
0: I told you before we recorded, and I, the, the people who are listening to this know uh, my computer's on its last legs. So it can't can't handle an Adobe Premiere and it's very, I have Premiere elements from like years ago Mm. and it can't even handle processing just the audio and a a, a picture. So, uh, I, I, I can't do the video as like I want to, but
1: well, I am glad to hear that it's on services because now I can start downloading it and start, you know, listening to all the episodes now that I have all this extra free time (laughs) (laughs) Um, for the best friends who want to follow you, Christian, where can they follow you? I am everywhere as Pixel Brave. I'm easiest to reach on Twitter, and my DMs are usually open. I'm always happy. I'm, I'm always happy to talk if someone wants to ask about a video or just wants to chit chat about anime or this or that. I, I'm I'm always down to to talk. So you know, follow me there, comment and and all that fun stuff. Also, Absolutely. you can see you know all the new projects that I'm working on you know, and
0: And year. get Christian to a hundred subscribers so you can get that custom URL.
1: Yeah, I, I think. Pretty soon I'll, I'll come up with a good tweet. That way I can pin it. Cause right now you kind of have yep. to hunt for that, right? You have to hunt for mm-hmm. that link. So I need to come up with a good tweet to, to pin. That way everyone can just like find me there and uh, that's perfect. Can start hitting. Yeah, that, so just go to sub.
0: Pixel Brave on Twitter, and that's mm-hmm. where you'll find it. Uh, you can find me at, at ninja 73 on Twitter and PSN. Instagram, I have one. Don't use it. I like I like it, your pictures, so if you want free likes, <laughs> that's where it is. Uh, you can find this show at Talk Funny on Twitter and everywhere you listen to your podcast services, iTunes, Google Play, Sweet. Spotify, which is awesome. Um, go do the podcast thing, rate it five stars, leave a review. Uh, let me know what you think of the show, what I could do better on. Uh, let me know if you want to be on the show, because I would love to meet you and you know chit chat and get to know you a bit better um a couple little small little housekeeping things that i'll, I'll probably put in the intro to the show but i'm going to do it here anyway uh next week is pax east i'm going to be there so if you want to see me come say hi and then I'll the following week is yeah you're coming to pax east i'm going to pax east Oh, sweet. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, yeah, so come say hi to Christian and myself, and uh, that'd be awesome. And then the following week is the Kinda Funny World Tour in New York City. Uh, have a bunch of community events all that weekend, so check Kinda NYC on Twitter, and the, all the schedule stuff's up there. Um, so without further ado, remember, be kinda to one another. Bye.